good afternoon, and you're all very welcome here to Mealy GA pitch here in, in South, South Clare uh, for this junior A final of 2021 between uh, Crush and East Clare team. Ogunalo. It's the Blue Ribbon event of the Junior Championship. Uh, Crusheen's, uh, would be, it's Crusheen's second team. Uh, Ogunalo uh, is their, obviously is their, their first team, but Pat McNamara will go over your, as I said, I'm joined here uh, in commentary by Pat McNamara. Pat, you might give us the line-out of both teams. <coughs> yeah, Leo. Uh, first of all, we'll go with Crusheen. So, uh, Colum McNamara's in goals. The back line, Mark Perrell, Conor Hayes and Philip O'Donnell. The half-back line is Owen Griffin, Conor O'Loughlin and Alan Tuhi. Midfield, Sean Dillon and Rory Helpen. The half-forward line is Gerald Grady, Joseph Meany and Brian Dillon. And full-forward line, Lyle Carney, Ethan O'Donnell and Garrod O'Donnell. Management team is Cal Griffin, David McMahon, Fergus Kennedy and Killian Mullins. For Agunalo, it's uh, in goal, Robert Trelan. Full-back line, Noah Sheedy, John O'Brien and Adam Sheedy. Half-back line, Sean Kickers, Colin Quinn and Peter English. At midfield is Daniel Conan, the captain, and Liam Hart. Garrow Sheedy, Colin Harton, Keane Fitzgerald, Bradley McNahaf, uh, forward line-up, and the full forward line is consists of Rory Skelly, Henry Vaughan, and Aaron Fitzgerald, Bradley, and management is Dolan Malloy, John McMahon, Pascal Sheedy, Conor McGee, and Alan Duggan. Thanks, Pat, and both teams going through their final warm-up here in, in Meadich. Uh, Gunlow, you know, in their black and, black and amber jerseys, the same as the Camogie ladies uh, wore yesterday. Corsheen uh, in their traditional red jerseys and white togs. Pat, this is going to be a tight affair. Uh, you know, every final is, is always close, but, you know, you know, with Corsheen, what you're going to get with him, and, you know, these are two teams that their attitude is never said I never said I well you know with Christine I've never seen him roll over in a championship game ever <laughs> in the last uh, few decades anyway particularly in recent years with our Wood senior team so they're here I'm sure to win and you know some of the players they have look at Gerard O'Grady there and Gerard O'Donnell and you know Brian Dillon and Sean Dillon you know Mark Perrell the state senior uh, Alan Tuhi, obviously a brother of the of our great goalie role and then we're going to have some help is Colin Quinnist in the back, obviously. The Sheedy's in defence. Peter English, fine player. Uh, you know, more uh, Garrow Sheedy in the purpose. Rory Skelly, another very skillful player. So, does um, Henry Vaughan, of course, another well-known well known player. So, it's great to see Ogunla resurgent again, Leo, after a few bad years when, you know, they were struggling to field at all. Here they are in the junior final, one step away from intermediate holding. And I suppose with their, all their East players and neighbours doing well lately, like Smith O'Brien's being intermediate, Scarif winning, Junior B and doing well at, at, at senior. Um, and the other teams surrounding them doing so well, I think they'll be delighted and anxious just to get up, get 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 take this chance and get up into Peter if they can. So lots to look forward to. But uh, you know, we're going to I think our, our slight favourites and have been maybe all the year. But I think they're really up against it today, and uh, there'll be nothing soft in this one. But it should be a really good game, Leo. Yeah, and and, and Gus Callaghan is the man in the middle. We have to wait for uh, Conor McNamara to make his way down. And there's a change in the Ogunla team. I see. Is it Barry Kylie? Is it Ilorna Parker? So we'll see who's who's going up, gone off at that stage. It looks like Daniel Kinane has gone to centre forward. So we'll we'll see who's gone with that late change in a minute. Alan Tuhi uh, midfield for Crushin. Yeah, Alan well. Tuhi's gone to field. The man who teaches in 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 the Steiner School up there in in Tumgrani. So he will be well known to. I see. There's a change. Conor Hayes has gone wing back for Christine. So look at we'll stick the game is on here in uh Milik and the ball is here. Ogunlo are, are playing down towards the goals to the Avner Crushing here in the first half. But the ball is picked up by Connor Hayes. Connor Hayes takes the ball out out for out to the midfielder. The midfielder is Rory helping helping gets the ball in towards the corner where the full forward comes out. The full forward is Ethan O'Donnell. O'Donnell is a big strong man. Is that the first score of the junior Ray final? Indeed it is from the stick of Ethan O'Donnell. He got out ahead of John O'Brien there and uh, turned off his right hand side, put the ball over the bear as we're going to have a puck 
walk out here coming from Rob, Rob, Robert's Field and the Kilkenny man. He goes short. He's the ball out here to Adam Sheedy. Adam is locked <coughs> down. Pat Crescine, you know, even with the first score, this day, they're in tin. They mean business. Absolutely, Leo. Just a well-worked point. Uh, one the back and a half of the full back. The full back was really far out there. Um, Connor Hayes, and he found his men inside, and a great finish inside. And uh, you know, I certainly know that these lads are up for this game today. Great ball across the Canaan to Vaughan. Vaughan, Vaughan being picked up by Sean Dillon. Here's Henry Vaughan. There's a chance of a green flag here. Here he comes into the corner forward. Here he comes. A shot. And oh, oh the stick of Rory Skinny. Who else would it be? Only Rory Skinny. <clears throat> his man is a goal machine. What what day by Henry Vaughan? And in fact, it was uh, Garolchidi. Uh, what day by Henry Vaughan, the experienced man, uh, took on the play, uh, took on the Christine defence and hand passed it off to Chichidi. Uh, goal, Ogunlo won goal, uh, Christine one point. Uh, what a move. It's amazing how easily the Christine defence opened up there, Leo, and let them through. Uh, very surprising that early in the game, you didn't have someone dragged down. 30 yards out, Ogunlo the attack again. Yeah, Kunayan is beginning to pull the strings at centre forward for, 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 for Ogunlo. Good hurler here. We're down in, the, in here. It's a wing, it's a wing forward. It's Garolchidi. Chidi, a uh, shot. And that's another score after seek of Garolchidi. He has started in whirlwind fashion, Pat. Absolutely, Garolchidi. You know what a player. I suppose uh, sort of Mike's, I believe, a uh, very talented player. And uh, what a start for him. If that doesn't give you confidence, nothing will. I'm sure Cristiano will, 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 will start maybe having a look at him and see what they can do to crowd to supply, basically, because he looks to have the looks to have the Indians on, on the defenders. Yeah, and the ball is out in the middle of the field. It's won there by the wing-back, it's Peter English. He gives it back to Quinn, and down to uh, Barry Kiley. Kiley drives. Here's Vaughan. He's just going to really put a marker on for, for Ogunlo. Vaughan has it. He gives it to Sheedy. Another goal from the Sikhikar or Sheedy. This is dream stuff <laughs> for Ogunlo. Ogunlo, I tell you, we're looking over at the power state in Ireland and but I tell you, there's some power in, in, in Sheedy as he puts it to the tennis again. Ogunlo 2-1, Christine 1 point. I don't think Leo Everson, an individual player, have such an influence in the game. Two and a half, less than two and a half in the scene. I've never seen such a start for an individual player. What a start for Sheedy and Ogunlo. Road Sheedy and Ogunlo. And Petrushin was wondering what kind of whirlwind has hit them after they're getting a point within 15 seconds. So, uh, certainly, Leo, a very entertaining start to the game. Yeah, and great catch from the puck out in from Peter English, a, a, a top class player out to Cunane. Cunane was fouled, and I tell you, it's a free in now uh, for. Uh, Oh, good luck. And it is it Adam Garochidi is coming out to take this? And such is the, the start this man has made this 50 help free, not beyond his compass, Pat. Yes. Certainly feel confident with this. If I score two goals and a point, was it, has, he got, has he got the point as well? Yeah. If I got two, what? The first minutes of a game, two minutes, three minutes of a game. I'd certainly be confident about taking a free from uh, 65 metres out on the left-hand side. But uh, let's give him a chance now not put the hex on him, as we've often said before. This is a tremendous striker, a lovely striker, a dead ball. And indeed, the effect Cushing goal, he just looks up. The umpires fall up and they wave the flag. Ogunlo, two goals and two. Garolchini, two goals and two. Cushing, one point. Fantastically, I mean... Uh, you know, it's 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 it's, it's like as if Garochini was some kind of a county senior star who was going to just take this game into his own hands. He's not a county senior star yet, but a star yet. <laughs> but on the, on, the, on the evidence of the first five, five minutes, uh, he'll be looked at. Well, he's going the right way about it anyway. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. That free goes up. He's going to be cut out by Colin Quinn. He leaves it uh, for Peter English. English cuts across the wing, but he only finds uh, Gerald O'Grady. Gerald O'Grady, former captain, the former Clare County star, gets the ball out to Connor Hayes. But I tell you, there's a business and an energy about a gun lump You know. 
as we, we, we what you see with a gunner you get you get full uh, effort for the, the 60 minutes and good to see him back consistent here at, at well, the top table. as I said they've been looking maybe at their surrounding parishes thriving in recent years you know as it's Smith O'Brien's Scarif you know Broadford I know how many other teams you could say have been going well in East Clare which is great but even White get going so well at senior level and all that and they, they were struggling almost to feel so it's fantastic for them and uh, and true they will really want to be spoken of as a, a potential trophy winning uh, team in East Clare as well and gone the right way about it so far yeah and the great clearance there by Adam Sheedy and Ogunlo all, all, oh Ooh. Jesus there's a series two players crashed into one another and Gus Callaghan and unfortunately there's two of the Christine there was a big hit there Pat oh look totally accidentally they're just going for the ball and manfully and there was a serious leisure for you to thump up here uh, at the cornerback is it um, Mark Perrell is down he'd be made of stern stuff now I think it's Mark yeah it looks and, like uh, Conor Hayes it looks like Conor Hayes as well. Mm-hmm. as well so you know their full back line has already been in a bit of trouble conceding a score so they don't need injuries here Mark Perrell uh, no, it's not Conor Hayes in fact it, it, it looks like looks like the centre back is it Conor O'Loughlin I'm not sure we would yeah. see there's a, 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 a quite a, you know a few, hand, but he's actually taking care of him at the moment and it's I, I see Helen I see Helen McMahon is in there with first aid you know and Ooh, it was a series hit. Two players, both uh, along with with the Ogunla player, three players. The Ogunla men happened to pop out, all with eyes and only one thing. His mother is a good Kilinian woman, and he's struggling to speak but he's well shaken. I see Conor McGee, the, the team doctor from 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 Ogunla. He's a, yeah. he's a member of the Ogunla management, but you know, and it is Conor Lockton. He's in to check on the well-being yeah. of the the two Christian players. Okay, thanks. But right. Perl is to, and you know, and Perl is a healthy book pet, and a healthy you, lad, know, yeah. you know, he's taking his time. So God roots in him as well, and Kilinian roots. Uh, mother is Marie Maloney from. Of my own side in Flagmont, and his father is Martin Perrell, who would be from South Galway, uh, a serious Galway supporter, but they live in Crusheen for, for many, many years. And uh, Mark Perrell has, has been a fine player for Crusheen uh, over the years, played lots of senior as well as as junior. Yeah, and he's I, think, he's, again, I think he's also getting the pat in the back from Conor McGee, so Conor feels that it is okay. And as I said, Mark is made good, good to see um, Mark and, and Conor back on, <coughs> on the field to play. You don't want anyone no, to no. lose out in a, in a game like that. And, but the game is going to be restarted with a, a, a throw. Is it going to be an indirect free? Yeah, it's an indirect free for for Ogunlo going to be taken uh, by by Peter English. It's two two uh, to no score here in the it's junior A final. Peter will just have to drop this in. We're gone six and a half minutes gone. He hits a great ball across in over towards Sheedy. Sheedy is the go-to man. He gets out in front of Philip O'Donnell. Sheedy's a lovely striker of all. Passes back to Skelly. Skelly a shot from Rory. And in fact, in fact, it's wide from Rory, and that Rory, another top class striker. Um, his sister was very good yesterday. Alison McGee in the in the Camogie final as well. So a puck out coming there from Colin McNamara. It's two two to one pint. This broadcast brought you in association with their Credit Union and our outside broadcast by the Michael on Construction. It's Rory helping, helping gets the ball into the middle towards Joe Meany. Joe Meany, Joe Meany is a man with years of senior experience. Gets the ball into the wing forward. The wing forward is Brian Dillon. It comes back out. And he'll come back out to, to, to help and help and just opens up the shoulder and he gets the ball in over the top. And here, Robert Freeland, the goalkeeper, advances, gets out ahead of Ethan O'Donnell and gets a pass out to, out to Keane Fitzgerald Brady. Here comes Keane, marauding up along the wing here in front of the stand side. His puck goes astray, but he's cut out by uh, Connor Hayes. Hayes, a brother, his brother, a brother of Ross. Uh, his grandfather would have been Jerry Brown there from Bodike. So good pedigree there. Ball down from <coughs> Peter English. He delivers it long. Whatever breeze here is, is favouring Ogunlo here in the first half of sight, please. And the ball comes into Conor O'Loughlin. O'Loughlin gets it back, back to Perl. The two men, the O and another, he's, he's there from Daniel Canaan. I tell you, Mark Perl, he knows he's in a match, Pat. 
it wasn't in a match. <laughs> I think um, um, Cheryl Bradley they just said hey, he test out had to recover from that last injury he had two minutes ago. And if Pedal looked the shoulder, he jogged back to his position. They had a pleasantry afterwards as well. So uh, look, we all want to see, regardless of who we support or where they're from, we all want to see players staying healthy and well and nobody going off with a serious injury. And thankfully, two Christine lads seem to have fully recovered. Yeah, that free is taken by Connor Lockton. The, kind of, the breeze beginning to stiffen up a small bit here. The ball breaks down. Out to the centre forward is Joe Meany. Joseph Meany. Joseph <coughs> loses the ball out. He's going to be caught out by Colin Quinn for a gun lover. He loses it back to Meany again. Meany he gets away out to the wing forward, Brian Dillon. But here comes here comes Quinn. Quinn, who would have started his tournament in Neighbouring Parish here in, 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 in party, and gives out English. English, a lovely ball drilled into the corner forward. The corner forward is Aaron Fitzgerald Bradley. Here pops it off to Conan. Here comes Conan, pops it off. Oh, here's Sheedy. Sheedy has a run on peril again. Gerard Sheedy, son of Michael, gets out. Here comes Gerard. He's going to cut across. He puts the ball. Lovely play, stylish play for Mugunlo. He looks for, look for, um, look for Aaron Fitzgerald, but <laughs> the way the has went astray. Cut out by Ellen Toohey. Toohey, another man with senior experience. They're going long in towards Ethan O'Donnell. O'Donnell has his hand, has end. Oh, and here's a chance for, for Christine. The goalkeeper advances. The corner forward is in. It's Gerard O'Donnell. And he loses the ball. Oh, it's a free in. Free in, yeah. Good solid goalkeeping though. Dreeling advancing the line quick to, to talk that danger. He was goal on Pat. It was a great hand pass given in there from whoever caught the uh, was it either. There, full forward, he's not done. Brilliant catch and a, a pass over his shoulder to release the other forward, but uh he advanced to Dreeling, he came out really well and, and just cut off the danger. The goal was empty for about uh, two seconds there and uh, if anyone got a flick on the ball, but uh, the put the foul the foul was given just outside and it wasn't a penalty, but that's it. It wasn't fair outside it, Leo. No, I see Gus even Gus went in and 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 chatted with the two umpires to see <coughs> is it a, it is a penalty. Good official from good official from Gus Callahan, you know, he went in and consulted you know, made sure the first thing I did watch was watch Gus. Did the two hands go spread out wide mm-hmm. and he blew they didn't sign it, so I didn't figure that he, he knew it wasn't. But uh, so it's Nile Kearney against Robert Treeland and this cat at Kearney has a good benefit hitter. It's Kearney against Treeland. Treeland <laughs> doing all the goalkeeping antics inside, Grub Bruce Grubler like inside in the goals. Here comes Kearney. Here he comes steadies. He, he takes a, a shot low and a save by Treeland and Treeland drives it down. And that's a big let off uh, for a good but good court keeping from Robert Treeland and Dean got the clearance away. And here comes Ted to, to injury. It's Conan. Conan, a lovely there. pop shot from Daniel Conan. Gohan Vesnon, 2-3 uh, for a good One point for Christine. That's a big uh, uh, turnover, Pat. A four-point turnover, if you like. Now, I didn't think uh, Niall Kearney hit the ball with full conviction, Leo. Uh, he just didn't, maybe didn't come right for him. Now, he got a decent shot in it, but not full conviction. When it fails to drill, he got over towards the post and controlled it well and cleared it away. And uh, the Gunlow forwards just on fire. They're fighting so much space. And uh, when they run, they run with menace. And uh, finishing has been very, very good so far. I don't think Gunlow have, have had one wide, I think. Yeah, one wide from, from the sick of Rory Skelly. But, you know, Gunlow, who already have won the intermediate league this year. So, you know, they, they are more than comfortable in this company. And we probably would be more than comfortable in, in higher company, you know, which they hope to win yeah, after this. It's 2-3 yeah. and it's a free Ilana Parker <laughs> for Conor O'Loughlin. But the, the speed, for the first time in a long time, I see, you know, Gunlo have all their young lads and all their team out playing. The ball is all free. They are given away by uh, Barry Kiley. But they've all their best 15 on the pitch pad. Yeah, it looks like they have a, and they're, they're a very effective unit because uh, there's, there's great ball being played over the defence as well. And the forwards look like they're constantly a threat. And if they're not shooting themselves, they're always getting the good pass in. And there's runners everywhere. Uh, you know, Garot, Sheedy, uh, Fitzgerald Bradley, Rory Skitty, of course. Uh, you know, 
Daniel Conant from midfield there as well, Sean Promise. Point for Crusheen. Point there for from, the from the stick of Nile County from that 60 metre free, you know, gives a bit of respite for Crusheen. It's two goals and three for Gunlaw. Two points for Crusheen. As we said, whatever breeze is favouring Gunlaw here in this first half, the puck out from Robert Field and 12 minutes gone. <coughs> He's looking down for the for uh, <coughs> Cheryl Bradley, but indeed it's keen for Cheryl Bradley. Had enough to mark one of these as without having to look at two. He is keen. Shooting off his depth inside. A poor, poor decision making from, from Keane on and, and, and this occasion. But you know, the ball goes out to this out to the right left and goes wide. The quick puck out uh, from Colin McNamara. Colin McNamara finds the wing back. He's on Griffin. Griffin, you know, the, there is a strong pet. The breeze seems to be a lot stronger than uh, up here, that, you know, than, than people would think. Yeah, there's a very gentle breeze when we're walking in, but it's kind of misty. Uh, look down. The sun has come out and since there's brightened up Leo and the sun shining, it looks like the odd. That's a tremendous uh, shot. Looking from the stick of Barry Kiley and other names synonymous with Ogunlo hurling. Two goals and four for Ogunlo. Two points for Christine. The shot puck out again from Colin McNamara. Out to the same outlet again. On Griffin. Griffin goes across the field uh, looking for Alan Toohey. Alan Toohey releases the ball off for Gerard O'Grady. <coughs> Gerard O'Grady leaves it for the marauding Conor O'Loughlin who's coming through and a bit of football there from but it's Colin Quinn. Cuts it out there for Ogunlo at the centre-back. We're right on the 45-metre line here as Ogunlo who are defending the goal. Shot there from Joseph Meany is blocked down. Great block down by Ogunlo and here they come out. It's Quinn. Quinn released the ball down the corner. Lovely ball looking for Vaughan. Vaughan. Oh, tremendous pick up from Vaughan. Vaughan is the talisman here and uh, he picks up a free uh, tip from behind by, by Philip O'Donnell. But Vaughan, you know, he has won uh, medals with London as well. So, you know, a prolific forward, Pat. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what that's Ogunlo for forward lane. It's full of minutes, Leo. Everyone seems to be a threat and uh, the ball, in fairness, the ball going up the field has been spread around to, to different targets up there and they all seem to be ahead with their men and they all seem to have good control of the ball so uh, it's, it's a forward line Leo you know <clears throat> at any and again on summer conditions particularly you know if, if they did manage to get up to the intermediate the forward line don't trouble anybody there's no doubt about that and you know you talk about conditions Mealy pitch is in absolutely oh, splendid fantastic. condition here you know even for the, for this time the middle of November as Garochidi can you add to this total and each who are we to doubt Garochidi two goals and five for a gun or two points for Christian this is really the Garochidi show Pat the Garochidi show uh, unbelievable his talent here so far uh, you know I think if he's dreaming last night and a bit of involvement in this final even in his dreams, I think he'd be, he'd be saying, this is a bit crazy to think I scored 2-4 in the first uh, 10 or 12 minutes. Yeah, and, and you know, this, the strings have been well pulled there by Cunain. Another shot from the corner forward. Aaron Fitzgerald, Bradley, Gohar and Dresnan. Two goals and five for Ogunla. Two points. This is dream stuff from Ogunla. All players at the pitch of the battle already and playing at the top of their game. Yeah, Christine just looked a bit shell-shocked, Leo. And uh, surprising because usually Christine teams, I mean, this team is here on merit and they have Mr. Jerry O'Grady hasn't got into the game at all. Uh, Joseph Meany, I expect, would dominate maybe a bit more up there with experience. He has now they have an attack. Yeah, is it Kearney? Kearney pops the ball in. A shot. Gerardo Donald. Oh, but Dreeland no. advance. Are we going to have Anymore. another penalty? Dreeland the goal. I tell you one thing. I tell you one thing. When you come from the goals, you, you take, you <laughs> clean out all before you. you. Risk. And I tell you, Dreeland came out. Gerardo Donald is left in a heap on the 21. I would imagine that Robert Dreeland will be spoken to. But look, he only came, uh, for the, came out, advanced out. You know, and the ball did go out to the wide, but I do think we are going to have, in fact, Gus is walking out. Is there going to be another penalty, Pat? I don't I think so. I'd say no, I think Gus is leaving, and Christine aren't even arguing the case. So, <clears throat> no, it's going to be it's going to be a puck out. I tell you, Dreeland, you know, whatever Garochidi and influence he's having at one side, but I tell you, Dreeland <laughs> has come to the rescue uh, with the penalty save, and that, uh, that last his tackle as well. Pat. I didn't know much about him previous to the game, Leo. Didn't know he was the Kenny man either, but uh, he's actually a very, very effective goal. Yes, he's shown in the, in the, in the first quarter of this game, coming out, as I say, kicking out or uh, cutting off danger at source. 
and uh, maybe risk, risk enough strategy, but it's working 100%, and his clearances have been spot on, as is this puck out right into the, the hands of the, of the... It comes right into the hands of Sean Kickers, and Sean Kickers gets the ball down to, down to Garrod. Garrod Chidi corner on his left-hand side. Garrod Chidi, he can't yes. miss. He just cannot miss. It's two goals and seven. Now for Ogunlo, two points uh, for Christine. Ogunlo very much in the ascendancy, Pat. Yes, one-way traffic. I mean, Frasheen are in trouble now uh, in the sense that they don't even seem to believe themselves in defence that they can cut out any danger or get it blocked in or get out in front of the ball. Good good catch there by Henry Vaughan. Uh, he's, 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 he's the only man to cause a problem. Here comes yeah. Lovely pop has but he's cut out on this occasion by Perl. And Perl was very nearly blocked down by Canaan again. I tell you, there's an industry. John O'Brien, the full-back, blocks it down. Safe play by O'Brien at full-back. You know, another man has given great service to Ogunla. The ball is with Garol O'Donnell. Garol gives it to, tries to give it to Jerry O'Grady. They've done it at Cena for many <clears> years. You know, that was a, a, a number of years ago. But the ball is out here. Out to the corner forward. The corner forward is Kearney. Kearney trying to get He gets it into the middle. Into Alan Tuohy. A shot from Alan Tuohy. He's blocked down. It's all energy. And the ball comes out. It looks like he's at Adam Sheedy. Sheedy with a lovely pop pass up to Keane. Ogunla <coughs> just moving this ball very fast. Not giving Christian time to settle. And Mark Perl is robbed by Garrod. Garrod Sheedy. If Garrod Sheedy. He released the ball out to Vaughan. A shot from Vaughan. This is going to test the goalkeeper. Oh, I tell you one thing. He was reaching there, the goalie. Good goalkeeping by McNamara. Yeah. Good safe hands because that was just going under the bear. And the ball out to help him. In fairness to help him. He's doing his manfully here for Christian. But he finally had to get away from Canaan. There's Ogunla are just so busy. The ball goes into Joseph Meany. Joseph Meany tries to get away from Kickers, delivers the ball in, in towards uh, the foot corner forward to get Rod O'Donnell. O'Donnell fighting hard. They've been tremendous holders and tremendous seven. Here comes O'Donnell. He gives it out to Jerry O'Grady. The man you'd want in the ball. A shot from O'Grady, but a brilliant block down by the wing back. The wing back is English who they blocked. But the ball is coming out. We're on the edge of the square. Can Christine muster a goal here? Indeed, it's Sean Kickers coming out for Ogunla. And he's up in it. I tell you, Pat, they're going to forwards are quite playing quite well, but I tell you that defence is sticky up there also. Well, Christine have had several shots blocked down, Leo, around the 20 metre line and further in. Uh, Garrod, I mean, we see Jerry O'Grady getting blocked down. Joe Meany, who I know now they're moving on in years and fairness, but they have a huge amount of holding on for club and for county in Jerry O'Grady's case. But um, they've been absolutely snuffed out by a seriously alert and committed, as we talked about, Ogunla defence. So look at it, it's all good news for Ogunla. 2 7 to 2 points. Uh, it's all good news for Ogunlo, playing well all over the field. They're just like a, on a different level. And as the first 30 seconds, it was like Prashina really up for this. This is going to be a ding-dong affair. They got the first score and looked like, you know, they were they were just going to be uh, really tuned in for the game. But uh, they've just made a, a force. But, I mean, the display of of Garrod Chidi. I haven't seen, I don't think I've seen the like of it ever, to be honest. Not in a, score 2-5 in, in the first 2-5. 2-5 in the I've never seen the likes of it, I think, ever. Uh, and you can put him in the to it. He comes from a great Holland family, you know, and he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's Michael. Wasn't a bad old Holland in his day either, but I, I, I think this fella is he's, he's, he's a, he's a class act. And, you know, um, we're going to hear an awful lot more about this young man, you know. Unfortunately, he, he was minor last year. Unfortunately, he was a clear minor and the clear minor panel last year. Unfortunately, he, there, there's a, another brother of his, Sean Oak, um, who was uh, out through a, a, an injury he picked up, a concussion injury. He would have been a vital member of this team also, you know, but glad to hear that Sean Oak is back doing a, a small bit of training. And I suppose if Gunnar do continue on here and continue into the media, that maybe he'll be back to both of the ranks again next year. And, you know, obviously there's two Sheedy's playing a corner back there, you know, two of Pascal's and Pascal is a member of the manager. He was a member of the team up to this time, <coughs> a panel up to this time. 
yeah. you know I mean? and I suppose maybe he could still do a job if called on. But you know, a lot of the younger players uh, for Ogunlo have come through, Pat, and you know they were. There's no doubt Ogunlo were in the doldrums and have been in the doldrums for a while. But you no, know, good to see him back and and hopefully you know moving up the ranks. And they've been bolstered by the you know they kept it going. Something similar to Kilinina Pat there to wait for the younger lads to come through and indeed these lads have come and they've come with a bang. They've come with a bang, Leo. You know uh, the struggle there three, four, five years ago was serious and. Uh, we were hearing talks about them hardly, hardly having a team, but uh, they've come. They, they obviously, the workers have been put in. They got got the youth policy going. Of course, these lads playing, you know, either maybe A or B with Scarafagunlo and Rage. I suppose A a lot of the time B in some cases up along the years has been a huge boost to them. And uh, I think that just goes to show you the success of the amalgamation situation for East Clare teams who have small populations getting to play at a high level. With a neighbouring squad and uh, then going out on their own, maybe uh, at adult level, it's really working to lose favour. I mean, two oh. seven to two points doesn't lie. Yeah, that free from Robert three, that he, he he didn't come up for him, and we saw we saw the same last Sunday. A couple of lads finding it hard to pick the pick the freeze, but um, Robert <coughs> swung it at one hand. We can tell the fellas Niall Kearney, Niall Fernie was fouled a free in uh, for uh, in a chance to you know they got the first score of the game. Are they going to get the first score of the second quarter and give them a small bit of encouragement that has been hit with a tornado here in me. The black and amber tornado has hit, uh, um, hit Medic, but has definitely hit uh, Christine. And that free comes from the stick of Nile County. That makes it uh, two goals and seven for Ogunlo, three points uh, for Christine. You know, and Pat, you can be guaranteed one thing with Christine is they won't die. No, they won't die. They'll keep fighting. They just need to make inroads. They just need to take their goal chances. There was a half chance there when Dreeling came out the last time. Uh, there was a half chance of a flick when the ball broke. And uh, it didn't, I think it was the flick wide with the pressure on them. By, by the goalie, in fairness, but uh, you know they are beginning to, to make inroads into the into the fence, but they just seem to can't make the space to get a really clean shot and goal and put it away and just bring it back into it. I tell you, these are going to the defenders. They're like, like Jack Russell pups. They just don't go away. They're around. They're, they're biting it through the whole time. That ball, O'Donnell, Gerard O'Donnell, who's one of the best strikers, uh, has been one of the best strikers in Clare Hurling Club hurling for a long time. Just couldn't get uh, room to swing his hurley. There was three three black and amber uh, lads hanging hanging around, tackling around. They missed two seven for O'Donnell. Three points for Crosheen a line ball going to be taken by is it Sean yeah Sean Kicker's going to take this line ball right over there in front of the scoreboard on the far side of the field here it's uh, 19, 19, uh, 19, minutes, 19 gone, yeah. minutes gone. The ball is done with Conan. Conan is robbed by Eaton O'Donnell, but he gets the ball into who? Only Garo Chidi. Here comes Chidi trying to take on Mark Perrell and Perrell is down to Rory Skelly. Rory Skelly in. The ball comes out to Conor O'Loughlin. He comes out to O'Donnell. O'Donnell is the big full forward. In fairness, David, help and just stands and delivers. And who's inside? He's only left inside is Adam Chidi. Adam Chidi catches. Say a pair of hands and Chidi and a lovely ball out to Peter English. Peter English coming forward here. From wing back, a lovely pop pass. He goes to look for Vaughan. Uh, oh, Oh, Vaughan let a lovely ball run uh, for Keane Fitzgerald. Uh, Keane Fitzgerald, Bradley, a shot for Bradley. Oh, that's a top test goal for Mugundo. Three goals and seven to three points. But I think, Pat, I've but seen the, uh, the, the dummy by Henry Vaughan Vaughan, and the ball run through. It, it was just Messi or Ronaldo or, 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 or um, any one of the, of the top rugby soccer players let that ball through knowing the player was behind them. And look, Henry Vaughan went to go for it, but didn't let it through knowing there's a man free inside. Deadly finish, and it must be a relief to get, to, to get all Sheedy to lower that he doesn't have to get all the goals. What a finish! And that ball is from, from, from Aaron Fitzgerald Bradley out to Farhan. Farhan is really pulling the string. Sheedy has a cut. Oh, well, I tell you, a timely intervention from Mark Perl there. But you know, these Ogunlo backs are these Christine backs are having a terrible time with these Ogunlo forwards, all very capable hurlers. And as Pat. Their movement, their fluidity of movement is very, very good. Right to be all you know, either we're seeing a super forward line or we're seeing a very kind of uh, average enough 
Christine defence, and I think it's a bit of both. And I think Christine in defence had been very poor. You know, obviously to get to this final, they've shown plenty of form. But today, you could say, you know, they're not learning anything. I'd imagine they should have pulled back someone back to protect their full protect their full back line there uh, for a while anyway. But they haven't pulled anyone back. It's still one on one, and one on one for Christine on this. On this and, uh, and, and the ball the line looks to me to not, just not to be good enough at all. Yeah, and the ball is with Brian Dillon, Brian Dillon, but he's the Ogunla back, so it's going to come out to Joe Meany. But so I see the Christian Medic was only taken out by a challenge there by Joe Meany, but he's with Joe Meany, centre forward. He gives the ball back to Helpen. In fairness, Helpen has been one of Christian's better players, a shot from Helpen, but that goes out to the left hand side and gone wide. The score remains 3 7 3 points. I just think there was a player like maybe Jerry O'Grady up in the, the half hour line, you know. When think after the first or second goal, you'd imagine if he was turning around the half-back line there, just pick up ball and sort of start using his experience. He wouldn't have to run too much, just just you know sit back in the pocket and pick up. And I'm sure he would. But now they know best. It's, it's none of our business, but oh, to be telling them the first to do. But I see it's still one and one up there, and everyone that the, the Ogunlos forwards have the beating of their men, and they're playing brilliant ball. So they need our extra red jersey back there. Uh, we're not in favour of sweepers in general, you know, because we, we think it's negative. But I think there's a time you react how the game is going, and I think Christine need to protect their defence and haven't done it, and they've paid the price three seven to three points. Yeah, I think it's even too late for the scoop at all at this time. Pat, that third goal has really. Uh, Put, put a damper on Christine and here comes Threeland a man who's had a great county final a good puck out from Threeland comes out towards O'Grady O'Grady the ball is blocked by Connor Hayes the full back he gets the ball out to the midfielder the midfielder is helping helping his bench, helping yeah. is playing very well for Christine gets the ball in but here, here comes out it's going to be the wing back the wing back is Sean Kicker trying to get the ball out for O'Gunlo he's down there with, with Jerry O'Grady the ball goes into the middle in here into the centre into the wing midfielder is Alan Tuhi Tuhi playing around with it not, not the best thing to be doing and he's been hounded by the Ogunla that comes out to the centre forward the centre forward is Joe Meany a uh, chopper Joe Meany Gohar and dressed on but there's no doubt about it it's 3-7 to 4 points but if you give these Christine as a half chance pass they're well able to take it oh well yeah and you'd expect that Leo. you know teams to get the county finals June or whatever level it is you know you expect to have to have a lot of, of, of quality in them and a great point from Joe Meany there I said Joe Meany is a seriously experienced player very very solid player a good brilliant player for Christine over the years if I'm not mistaken Pat, he got the winning goal in the county final a, a, right. a number of years ago here comes it comes down for Barry Kylie. Kylie going to his first pint. And indeed, unfortunately for Barry, that was a tail and that one playing well in the middle of the field. Barry is protesting from that he had a better view over than the young person. We all don't worry, Barry, we all claim the same. And Gus Callahan is going to have a word with other the linesman. Uh, the linesman Paul Howard is coming in. I would imagine that this score is going to be reversed. Barry Kylie seemed to be very animated. He seemed to be uh, dead sure that uh, it was um and indeed. And funny enough, we had an incident yesterday where the umpire referee didn't over over um, overrule his umpires, but officially them there, the linesman Paul Howard, the eagle eye Paul Howard on the first side Good spotted. Work. Good decision by the referee, 3-8 to 4 pints. Yeah, yesterday I think uh, Jim Hickey did say that he didn't want to overrule his umpire, but I think the referee has the power to overrule his umpire. Uh, it's not about uh, being nice or not wanting to offend somebody. You have to go, if the score is the score, you've got to give it, and uh, anyone can make a mistake. Umpire, linesman, rival, it's our ref. But uh, good work there by Gus Callahan to to um, check with his linesman and get it confirmed that and Barry Kiley was certain it was in. He was very adamant it was in, and I think proper order, even though, you know, with, with the scoreline at 3-8, 4 points, I don't think it was a vital, vital decision in terms of this game. Unless Christine get a couple of goals for half-time. And the ball is he's across for Garou Chidi. Garou Chidi does not know what the umpire is just going straight. Trade for the flag, three goals and nine to four points. This is a minute of match performance in this first half from Garochidi and Ogunlo. <coughs> high complete in three nine is eighteen points or fourteen points up here as 
we, we close in towards the closing stage of the first half. The puck out comes out towards, towards Jerry O'Grady. Out to Garrod O'Donnell. O'Donnell is robbed there and the ball comes out to Keane Fitzgerald Bradley. Here's Keane Fitzgerald Bradley. Lovely ball drilled into the corner for Henry. Henry Vaughan and Sean Dillon. Sean Dillon just trying to shadow Henry Vaughan. Is Vaughan going to take him on? Indeed, here goes Vaughan. He gets away. Is he gone? He pops the ball back out. Out to the corner forward. The corner forward is Aaron Fitzgerald Bradley. Goes in, but he's caught inside. And a late challenge about one day, um, Keane, Aaron Fitzgerald Bradley's gone down. And the clearance out from the wing back, uh, Alan Tui, or not Alan Tui, but it's it, Owen Griffin. And he finds the sanctuary of the sideline, a bit of respite for these crocheting backs who are getting a thorough time for the black and amber of Ogunda. A thorough time, Leon and Sean, Sean Dillon. I just got the impression I was chasing out of the corner flag after his man to say, oh, no, not again. Do I have to do this? But, uh, you know, they're just like a tired team. They look like a, a dispirited team as well. There's a bit of time now here while, while Fitzgerald Bradley... And, and looking at Crusheen, you know, yeah. their, their first team was, was, is in the scene, but they're, obviously if results stand in, from the scene of relegation, they go down to intermediate, you know, but you know, but testament that they have two, two, two teams uh, uh, competing uh, competitively, but, you know, there's five of these or four or five of these players who have played in the relegation, yeah. so there's plenty of quality there, Pat. Well, I mean, it's Crusheen and, and, you know, it was if another club had a team still, well, still, I suppose, uh, possibly senior, and the other team in the Junior A final say it's a team, it's a club that's absolutely flying it in in a great place. But when you're three, nine to four points down in the Junior final, and some of the few lads who have played in the senior relegation, not going so well, I suppose you kind of say, you know, you have to look at the bright side and see too many positives. But, uh, you know, Christina are a great club, Leo, and maybe, you know, there's a long way to go in this game yet. If they could get just two or three scores on the board, and maybe a couple from play particularly, um, you know, they might get a bit of heart for it and just test the gun and see what they're made of. But yeah, at the moment it's all going low. Crusheen just not getting time in the ball. It comes out to Skelly. Skelly, this man has played under for the county for Great skill, great pick up there. And then lovely pop pass to Bradley. If this is a score, I tell you, it's gone to the right and gone wide, but the score remains 3 9 to 4 points. <laughs> And they're claiming this one. He claiming this one as well. They're, they might look at this one. I don't think they're going to get this one. Although Ghost is going into the umpires again. Now the sun is in the rise down there. But well, in fairness, our own view here was good of that, Leo. And I thought that was wide myself. But uh, it was kind of we're, we're within the line of it. However, you never know. You never know. And Gunlow playing with the slope here in the first half. I see uh, Connor Hayes is 60 yards out here, and he's advising the umpires from 60 yards out. This has gone wide. Ghost. They're not, they're not sure. Indeed, I, I think the decision sent right. gone, gone to the right-hand side and gone wide. Correct decision from <coughs> Gus Callaghan. There's no Hawkeye here in Mealy, but I tell you, uh, Gus Callaghan, the Hawkeye is, is Gus Callaghan. The puck out comes from Colin McNamara. 3-9 at the four points. It's broadcast brought to you. So it's the Dirk Fredder Jr. and our outside broadcast by Michael on construction. That ball is with Skelly. Is Skelly going to... No, a shot from Rory Skelly. Great, high, great feet, pitching in the high ball, but he's shooting. Not matching the centre of play, but having a very good game for a gun law. And 3 9 at the four points, the score may have And, you know, this thing seems to have gone out of the game a bit. Then. It has a lot. It's, just, it's very one sided. Rory Skelly is the player I love watching, Leo. I think he's a great wrist and uh, beautiful, beautiful action altogether. And uh, he's doing well as well. But, I mean, the style of the show is a. Uh, Garoshidi is the absolute superstar of the show. Free out there for the wing back. For, yeah, uh, Alan Tuohy. Alan Tuohy. Alan Tuohy and Rory. Small enough and light and slight. I thought he was a stronger lad, but... Uh, Oh, it's going to be full forward for 20 metres, 15 yeah, metres now. But uh, Daniel, Rory uh, Halpern is the other guy trying his hand yeah, out. Daniel Canaan, I've been, uh, been disciplined for Daniel. He was uh, 
thinking that the corner forward or the centre forward was taking the Night County was taking the free from the wrong position and Daniel unfortunately you don't have the final say the final say is with good Kelhan and you pay 20 metres for your indiscretion and uh, uh, bringing the ball up into a more scorable position uh, for Nile Kearney 3-9 to 4 points in favour of Gundo here and here comes Kearney with this 50 metre free uh, shot from Kearney and he splits the post that scores 3 goals and 9 to 5 points you know, the, the clock, we have we have listeners in Middleton, we've listened in Dublin at Bay, and in that famous uh, Donegal threshold, our household there in, in Belly Buffet, Belly Buffet, I have Finn, Finn Herps, but I tell you, they're watching, the, they're listening to Scarab Bay coming around here today. I don't know how they're, they're, they're not going so great in the Premier League, in the Premier Division, in the SAFC City League, but I tell you, your listener, Ogunda, wherever you are, they're going very well here in this June Ray final. It's three goals and nine uh, for Ogunda, five pints uh, for Crusheen. And Pat, in fairness to Crusheen, they have kind of brought themselves back into the game a small bit. Maybe not on the scoreboard, but in general play. They're not lying down at all. They're trying very hard from midfield up. Obviously, that is a train hard too, but they look a bit just dispirited because there's so many scores conceded. But, uh, you know, you know that they still fight. Just mentioned Donegal there, Leo, and our listeners up in Donegal. Uh, I watched there on Twitter, I think the St. Julian's won the Donegal Championship there. And the celebration, there was a big crowd. I never, you know, Donegal heard of him, kind of see as a bit of a joke, but the crowd at the final and the celebrations of St. Julian's for winning it. Was it the first one or the first one? Absolutely unbelievable watch. Great to see, you know, a county made that not, not known for his hurlers, you know, having a great county final, a new winners and massive celebrations uh, really really enjoyable and uh, surprised me a little bit so uh, they know a bit of a hurling in, 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 in um, Donegal as they do about Gaelic football and of course in, in uh, Betty Buffet Finn Harps as well and there's a man that knows a thing or two about hurling is Joseph Meany but Meany is cut out by Adam Sheedy Adam Sheedy a very comfortable cornerback gets the ball out out to the centre-back Queen Queen is going to launch him. this is a dangerous ball for Colin McNamara but it's actually Colin just uh, striking that match in the centre of play and uh, we're hitting into the dying moments here of the first half we're at the discretion of Unray Tor Gus Callaghan yeah. and I'm saying Gus is going to have a word uh, with someone he's calling over is it Adam Tuhi for a, a couple of fuckle and Daniel Conan Two wholehearted players uh, giving it of the rod here in, in Milik. And I think, is it going to be a car to be, or is it just a tick for the two boys? It looks like they've gone away from him anyway. So Ghost is, Ghost is still writing and he's calling them back. A car to be for, for both players. So just before, as we hit half time here, Daniel Canaan, the team captain for Ogunla, pulling a lot of strings. Uh, the real messy man at centre forward. The ball pokes out, gets out towards Conor Lachlan. Conor Lachlan, Ken Christine or Ogunla finish with the score. And here's Tuhi. Tuhi is playing very well. He gives the ball out to helping, helping the midfielder. Gets the ball in. Looking for a Gerard. Gerard is out in front on this occasion. Gerard, can he? Oh, he pops the ball off to the wing forward. Brian Dillon. Brian Dillon has gone through. Brian Dillon, a shot. And saved by Dreeland goes into O'Donnell. Ethan O'Donnell, that's a goal and a pint free to O'Donnell. And he's dead a lifeline for the red and white of Crusheen. Just as we hit halftime, Dreeland made the first half. He batted it out, but O'Donnell was on, pounced like a flash. Three goals and nine for Ogunla, one goal and five for Crusheen. Well, it's been threatened for a while, Leo, in fairness. So, uh, Crusheen have threatened the goal up there. Dreeland has, has made a couple of good interceptions and uh, there were great hooks and blocks on, uh, from 10 or 15 metres out. So, it's not as if Crusheen didn't have the ball up there threatening the goal. So, a bit of a lifeline. 3-9-1-5 certainly doesn't sound as bad at all as it did. However, they need to follow it up at another point or two. And the ball is in with Henry Vaughan, but is it Connor Hayes? Connor Hayes gets the ball. And Jerry O'Grady, as you speak, Pat, he's gone back into the half-back line. Gets the ball out to Sean Dillon. Sean Dillon, this is like crushing a ball as he gets out the ball to Connor Hayes. Connor Hayes, his brother Ross looks standing here beside him, gets in toward the... O'Donnell is the danger man, there's no doubt about this. O'Donnell is a handful. Gets the ball into Joseph Meany. Joseph Meany, but it's Colm Quinn coming out for a good He gives the ball out to John O'Brien. John O'Brien. Uh, touches the ball on the ground. Gus Callaghan <laughs> giving the free in for Crusheen. 
And I tell you, this brings it, could be no, brings it more yeah. manageable proportions. We would imagine that this is the last act yeah. of the first half. It's going to be free for Niall Kearney, John O'Brien. John O'Brien, uh, you know, a man who, as I said, has given great service uh, to Ogunlo, a Trojan uh, at fullback when Farsley uh, went down and picked it a, a bit more than the ball after going, got a lot of grass. So it's a free for Kearney. I would imagine, Pat, this is the closing play of yeah. the Adler. Well, Niall Kearney is a, a very relevant striker of a ball, uh, son of Joe, I think, and nephew of the great Jerry Kearney as well. So. So uh, I think he'll tap this over, hopefully, for his sake. And the 3 9 to 1 6 does not seem as bad at all as no. 3 9 to 4 points. 3 9 to 1 points, 6. Yeah. That's a yeah. big turnaround fight. The last goal, goal and two points coming from Graham Seeker Crushing and Gus Callahan about to blow the halftime whistle here in uh, Munich. Yeah. A really entertaining uh, first half here in the junior yeah. final. Ogunlo, Ogunlo very much in the ascendancy. Uh, but Crushin, a good fight back, making a game making a game with 3 9 to 1 6 in favour of Ogunlo. Well, a go- yeah, a goal, a goal in the points there in injury time. Uh, certainly was a bit of a better look on the scoreline. And I suppose they'll go in slightly buoyed up now at half time. I think, uh, as I said, they were, they were in a seriously uh, dispirited side until that came. But the goal had been slightly threatening. So, uh, uh, you know, it's good from the game point of view, it's good. I'm sure John McKenna would, would be saying that what's uh, good about it. Uh, we want to win this game by a huge margin. However, Ogunlo, um, outstanding in the first half. Yeah, Ogunlo, outstanding. And yeah, outstanding, no question. I suppose that we haven't seen hurling like that from Ogunlo in the time of this man that's in front of us. When they were going well at, at intermediate and more importantly at senior ranks when they're contesting with the best teams. We're now joined by Father Ogunlo, man. Now proud to say he's a Bodike man. He was a member of the Mini Management Minor B team here for Bodike Mills last Sunday. John McKenna, John, you're welcome to Scarpe Community Radio. John. That's a tremendous first half performance. Well, the first 28 minutes from a good look Yes, it is. It's the start sure any team would want to get um, first attack, a goal, probably the second attack, another goal. Um, they have the talent inside. Uh, Garod is on fire today. Um, Anthony touches in three or four. So hopefully it will continue for him. But I think Henry Bohan is the man that's making it all happen. He's played his part, I think, in the three goals. One was just letting the ball run. But um, the other side of it is that Pershing have had one or two chances of both. They got the penalty. They probably should have a few, few more scores on the board. But I'd have to give it to the run the backs. They're tenacious in their tackling and their hooking and blocking is all in it. Pershing don't seem to have the legs to get away from them. But the biggest surprise of all is that they have allowed Juggernaut to have the space in the full forward line. Yeah, that's the point that Pat alluded to in the commentary during the first half, John. It was surprising they didn't break, bring back a sweeper into their half-back line. After the first you, goal, you know. I thought the threat was there, and especially when the second attack was another score for them. I thought, well, they need to show it up for a few minutes. There's a bit of a breeze in it, but I don't think it's enough to alter what I think is going to be the result, a winning result for a run now. But, um, Christina got no choice, only go for go it. Go for it now, yeah. But John, even as you said, the breeze is blown up a bit here in Munich, but you know, it will see what we're going to playing into the breeze because the quality of ball they're delivering into the far, the, the movement in the forwards is just right. immense. And they're all very comfortable in, in any position, so yeah. they're moving on and they're passing. Given that Christine defence a target time. Absolutely. Um, this, they have made a few switches around. I don't think the, uh, the accidental clash between the cornerback and the centre-back Christine there, I don't think did either player any good. Um, it was some collision. I, I'm surprised that the two even got up from it. But, um, yeah, I, I think Ogunlo seem to have the legs on them and seem to have the tackling, as I said, and the hooking and blocking is all there for them. And does quality ball going into the full forward line. And Crushin have just left the space there for Fahan and for Garod. And 
Um, Rory and the two Bradleys, they're, they're, if all the forwards are getting on the ball and uh, making a count. But John, looking at the Ogunlo team, you know, and you know, on fairness for Ogunlo, they've been in the doldrums for a while. It's great to see these young players come through. But for the first time in this year, in a long, long time, Ogunlo have all their best 15 hurlers or whatever. They're all on the field at one time, you know, and it's shown they're playing a lovely style of hurling, John. Yeah, the, the talent is there. I think no, Colm Quinn probably hasn't a huge part to play in the game so far, but all year he has had a huge part to play in it. Um, you have Noah and Adam Sheedy there, two cornerbacks, lively lads, Peter English, Sean Kicker is another big, they have a big half, strong half back line, and uh, they just seem to have the measure of Cushing. Now, we'll see what Cushing come up with. Maybe they'll have some trick up their sleeves, but they need to bag a few more goals, I think, to, to get themselves back into the game. But looking, yeah, but looking at the goals, John, and in fairness to Dreeland, Dreeland, he saved the penalty. He has another, came out and stopped the shot from, uh, he put off Gerard O'Donnell. No, no, he stopped the last one, unfortunately, O'Donnell was on. But you would imagine if Cushino going, if they're going to get back in this game, it'd probably be bombs in on top of Ethan O'Donnell. I think he has the size inside. No, it'll be still a big ass for him to catch ball off John O'Brien. Yeah. But um, he's got his hands on a few. And uh, they seem to be able to run off the shoulder and everything to lay it off. But they just don't seem to have the space yeah. to get that shot away, to get the goal, I think. And um, like Noah, Noah, as I said, and Adam are lively cornerbacks. So, Christine, they'll have, to, they'll have to throw it around a bit and try and open it up a bit more. But it's too bunched. Yeah, it's, it's too, too bunched for what they want to do. As you said it, uh, there earlier on in your interview there about Agunda, they have the legs, but they have the legs all over the field, John. It's a very mobile team, you know, John right. for Agunda. And, you know... They already won the Intermediate League this year, you know, hopefully they'll go on and win the Intermediate uh, the June Ray here, which it looks like they will do. They'll be more than comfortable, John, in higher company. I, th- I think they will. Um, going up into Intermediate, I've always said Intermediate is a savage hard competition to win. But the way it is now, winning is, can be an aim for everyone. But getting to a quarter-final or a semi-final can be a huge achievement as well in Intermediate. You need a bit of luck on the draw. But yeah, they'll be comfortable if they can keep all that, that bunch together. They'll be comfortable enough in intermediate to be enough here in a minute. John McKinnon, thanks for thoughts here at halftime, and we look forward to more of the same from Ogunlo in, in the second half. And you know, but exactly, and you know, there's Good no, no, no doubt about Cushin, they won't die, and they'll come with a, a, a piece of ferocious battle here in the first five or ten minutes and see they'll bring the they'll bring the battle to, to Ogunlo. But there's no two halves of Holland the same, so nothing you're to notice. I think the same thing will develop in the second half, the first half. They're nearly all the sport the first games. That doesn't mean that Ogunlo won't drive on and, and win it, but uh, you know, Cushin, uh, uh, so they had a player like Jerry O'Grady, which is experienced, and he's not that throwing back the front of the full back line there after the first goal. We said it before you come up, John, and I agree with you saying it. Even for five or ten minutes, it just seemed to flow a bit, and even if it sacrificed their own power line a bit. But uh, they look a bit slow in the powers to make to get away and make space. And in general, the good of the fence is always in the school. The powers, that's saying something, they've just been very, very tenacious. Great block for them going in. So, uh, you know, no two halves the same. If, Watch the, the, the way this game, from a neutral point of view, needs to go is proceed to get a nearly second half goal and then it's kind of game on. But uh, at the moment, it looks like we're going to uh, will be going up to the to be just uh, level next year. And as we all agree, they look like a team who would be comfortable there. But it's not over yet. It isn't over till it's over. No, I just it's only half time and no, no game was ever won in 30 minutes. And there's changes on the Crochet team. They have a new midfield partnership <coughs> of Gerardo Grady and, and Matt right. Carroll. Thanks, Thanks to John. And, you know, John, who gave, was a tremendous servant to Ogunla hurl, hurling, and you know we'll see what it's got. Crushing, they seem to have Alan, they seem to have Alan too. He has gone wing back, wing back. So they're they're sitting in their backline. Is it too little, too late? 
But uh, Mark Perl, you know, as John said, he found <laughs> it was some hit from himself and O'Loughlin and the two were up and, and, and Perl now out in the middle of the field. Also, is it Brian Dillon? He's gone in centre forward. Uh, Joe Meany, is he gone in full forward? Ethan O'Donnell is in the corner. And that Joe Meany beaten Ethan inside anyway, yeah. Yeah, and the sun is in the eyes. I see Ethan has the hurley up over the eyes there. Robert Reed and the sun going to be in the eyes where he's defending the goals here at the Abner Crusher side where um, he's at the, at the, I was going to say the Viva Stadium, but he's at the Tom <laughs> Park side of the pitch here in, as we look down across here. Uh, Pat, what did you just talk about? We've had two Sundays in November here for hurling in Meelich and what, you couldn't get better days. Well, First of all, the weather has been brilliant, but having said that, the conditions of the pitch, I mean, Seamus Spate and his team in Charity's place, you know, it's credit to them, they're, they're, and they're always make, they always make it available for whether it be matches or camogie, hurling, development, squad work, they've always been so generous with it as well, and, uh, you know, you'd, you'd love to see them having, uh, you know, ma- making a bit of progress at a team, on the playing pitch level themselves, they're struggling badly at the moment, I think. I suppose the only the only other two clubs now just two stairs or me like and probably in this time and if a good look hadn't managed to go up today, I think they already told that that's what their flagship team is junior. But you'd love to see Melik making a bit of strides down here with the population they have. A lot of other issues to deal with here, I suppose Tony or Limerick City and all that kind of other attractions, but um Facilities is second to none, and it's a shame Spade and his team deserve enormous credit for that. Yeah, indeed, there's another change on the Crusheen team, and it looks like is the cornerback, is it Conor, Conor Ryan? He's on as a sub uh, for Crusheen here in the second half. I think it's Philip O'Donnell who's gone. Uh, I see that there's great support here from the Kildo, the, uh, the Scarif O'Gunlo Camogie's here to support uh, O'Gunlo Hurling team, and the game is on, the ball is cleared by. Uh, by the wing back, Peter English up here. Kershim playing without aid or whatever breeze. And here comes Keen Aaron Fitzgerald Bradley. A shot from Aaron Fitzgerald. Now, obviously, Aaron the shooting not, not going particularly well for Aaron at this stage. Unfortunately, going out to the left hand side and gone by. With the second half, he's on three goals and nine for Algonzo. One goal and six. And Colin McNamara just goes short. He looks at the midfielder. He's helping Ilar in the parker. But that ball is going to be blocked down and touched on the ground by Keen Fitzgerald Bradley. And Niall Carney making his way out from the uh, full forward line out into the middle of the field to take this free Nile who had a penalty save brilliantly in the first half by Threeland but he's knocked over a few good few frees uh, to keep uh, Crusheen within, within just about touching distance here of, of Ogunlo and a chance uh, for Crusheen to open the scoring they, they ended the first half quite well with 1-2 can they start off this second half with a score here you know to keep this scoreboard ticking over for Crusheen it's three goals and nine the sunny in the eyes of the Ogunlo defence Kearney this one is dropping is it a tail it's gone oh, it's, uh, I thought Rodolano was going to keep it in couldn't keep it in it goes out to the left and gone wide three goals and nine for Ogunlo uh, Crusheen one goal and six Patrick that's a pity he missed that one from the game's point of view because they played Goal. If they had scored a goal in two without Christine scoring uh, between the end of the first half and the beginning, it's really great for them. However, they're on the ball again. And the ball comes from Jerry O'Grady. It looks like he's shooting side from Christine at this stage. And Jerry, uh, you know, that's a, a bad miss. It could be back like, to seven, Lee, of course, it, to it over. could be. And you look at, it looks like a policy that they're going to shoot inside and try and get this scoreboard ticking. Three then go short on this occasion. Good puck out to English, who's a bit of a wing back. English switches the hands and gets that ball across to me, looking for Rory Skelly. Skelly gets out ahead of Alan Tuhi on this occasion. Skelly has proven a handful for, for Alan Tuhi. Two years been has played well in the middle of the field in the first half. The ball gone out over the line off the stick of uh, it's a it's a Nogunda line ball. Uh, yeah, it is Nogunda line ball. Paul Howard uh, waving the flag, or is it a Crushy? No, it's, no, it's going to be Crushy. That ball came yeah. off the hand of Rory Skelly. So a line ball for Crushy, forty meters from the own. No, it's given it to Nogunda. No, it's been overruled <laughs> by uh, Gus Callahan. So a, free, a line ball going to be taken by Rory. 
Rory Skelly, we're going for it overly up. We've gone two minutes here into the second half. Not beyond his, not beyond his capabilities, hitting into whatever breeze is in it there. So here comes Skelly, cuts it, hits it low, but he only comes, he comes to the midfielder. Helpin, Helpin goes back towards the cornerback. The cornerback coming out of his head and two, he, he's two, he, he's bottled up by the, the, the hungry uh, Ogunlo attack and another shot out from Skelly goes out, out and wide. And a poke out again from Colin McNamara and gets the ball out. There's no doubt. And Connor Hayes. Connor Hayes gives it into Dylan. Dylan is going to launch it. This is direct ball down on top of O'Donnell. And Breeland O'Donnell puts up the hand. He has it caught again. A shot. Oh, another, another penalty. Has to be. I yes, tell you one thing. If any man, if any man is, I tell you, Connor Clancy played full power for Clare. Claws, uh, yeah. Claws Clancy. But I tell you one thing. This man, Claws O'Donnell, eat O'Donnell. That's about to turn the fourth outstanding catch and he has got. It is, and that ball was even harder to catch. So hanging, hanging, hanging. If it comes fairly direct to your hand, fair enough, you know, not too high. That was hanging in the, in the sun for ages to catch. That was brilliant. And they had no, there was no other compunction to pull him down by John O'Brien. So, look at If this goes in, Leo, it's seriously game on. And a shot. And a poor shot from Kearney. And that's two out of two. Oh, in the no, penalties. for him. Sorry, he's gone wide. And now Dreeden was, was putting him off in the goal. But that was a poor strike. And, you know, having said that, the ball breaks to Cunan. And Ogunlo, the last time they missed the penalty, Ogunlo went up and got a score straight away. Here's Cunan, the team captain for Ogunlo. Switches his ball in. In towards the wing back. Or in towards Sean Kickles, who's up in the attack. The ball breaks out to Barry Kai. The ball comes out to Sean Dillon. Christina Sean Dillon. Leo. Uh, Christina improving. And, you know, having said that, and he's very kindly trying to stop the quick free that'll be brought up another 20 metres they've, they've missed 5 points since half time they have and they've the matter could not before and they've missed 3 goal chances yeah. they've missed 5 points the penalty since half time Two, a free and one from Jody Gray's Mike Carley's from a free Jody Gray's from play uh, they've had 2 wides and, and the goal the penalty put wide the goal didn't have to save it so the strange thing is for all of Gunnar's brilliance this game could be really much closer now and it could be in the melting pot but uh no favour, and I suppose for Sheen, I'm in that basically when you're so far ahead and so dominant, you know, it, it's just hard to keep fellas focused on what they have to do, and they seem to have certainly slackened a bit. Yeah, and that free is taken by O'Loughlin. O'Loughlin drives it in towards Jerry O'Grady, and the ball breaks down out towards uh, O'Donnell. O'Donnell is out again, out to Gerald O'Donnell. Gerald cutting in across, he finds his space, gets the ball across to Brian Dillon. Brian Dillon gets it out to Helpen. Lovely pop pass from Helpen. Go hard and dressing on. I tell you, Christina are hurling well, Pat, in playing at the hurling well. Unfortunately, they haven't got the scores that their play, that their play deserved, but he's back now to three goals and nine for Gunlo. One goal and seven for Krishina. And, you know, Krishina <coughs> played with the aid of the stop here in the second half. And the team was missing, say, two penalties missed here, so it could easily be three nine to three seven. And, you know, with all the with all the dominance of, of a Gunlo, it's almost impossible to realise that it could be three nine to two seven, but Ethan O'Donnell is the key, getting the penalties. And the ball is poked out towards Allen too. He can I tell you, he's a lovely dip flick, his Canaan, as he hits the ball across looking for Fahan. Fahan. He's beaten on this occasion by Philip O'Donnell. I thought Philip had big enough on the ball. He's gone out to Vaughan. Vaughan is ravenous. And he's looking to set up the play again. Here comes Henry Vaughan. And uh, 30 metres out from the crushing goals. And in fact, Conan comes in to help him. Conan goes down low to the ground. They can claim for a push in the back there. But the <coughs> ball comes out to Mark Perl. Mark Perl, a tidy operator. Gets this ball down. Going to be cut out by uh, Sean Kicker. Sean Kicker is a... Yeah, is he Sean Kicker? As John O'Brien. O'Brien now out. O'Gunlo have changed up. Colum Quinn. Colum Quinn has gone back full back. He was giving O'Brien a, a bit of a a ton of time there at fullback with O'Brien now playing well in the half back line more than comfortable playing out there the ball is gone to ground it's Conor 
O'Brien has gone down on the ball for Christine. Christine trying to break out. They're finding her, but it comes out to Bradley. It's Aaron Fischel Bradley. And again, Aaron has put the shot out to the left hand side and gone wide. Poor decision. Maybe. Poor decision. And he's had two or two. He's keen on this occasion. Has had two or three wides in that. He might be off recycling that ball. A quick ball out to Helpman. Here's one of Christine's better players. Helpman delivers his ball. Oh, he's gone in for O'Donnell again. O'Donnell is turning Quinn. This is going to be a tremendous battle. Here comes O'Donnell. A shot from O'Donnell. I tell you why. I tell you one thing. This man single-handedly in the full power line. He's doing his best uh, to take on this O'Gunnell oh, challenge. He's now three times to one eight. He's a serious threat. He's a serious threat uh, to Leo. Uh, everything is catchy. But that was a low ball. He collected, rounded his man, and put a brutal strike over the bar. What a, what a, a decent forward uh, Ethan O'Donnell is. Uh, big, big, big man. Great in the air, as we said before. But uh, that was a, a more of a, 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 of a score you expect from a, a small, lively guy. And the ball comes into Kearney. Kearney overruns this ball. He's been beaten by Sean Kicker. Sean Kicker. Oh, Sean was nearly pulled for over Kearney there. But he gets the ball up to Rory Skiddy. Skiddy now back in his own half-back line. Robbed by Kearney. Here comes Nile Kearney for Crusheen. Finding it hard to get away from his men. He's been ravaged by Ogunla people. And the ball is cut out. Oh, and oh. Brian Dillon gone down there. Took a heavy challenge. I tell you, it's all action here. We're on the, on the, on the Ogunla half-back line. The ball comes out to Peter. Peter gets up and breaks through a couple of tackles. Gets the ball out to Kylie Lorna Parker. Kylie has two points, Scott. Has Kylie three points, Scott. This is going into... Indeed, he break. Good go. Oh, Colin McNamara. Oh, I tell you, Renting, that was very close. He went down. The full-back got it out. Sean Dillon got it out. But it comes to behind. Is he going to go for the running back? He's blocked again by Sean Dillon. Would he have been better off to tap it over the bear? The ball comes out. Comes out to... Keen for Aaron Fitzgerald Bradley. Bradley, a shot. He gives it back out to number 11. Who's on? Is Colin Hart. Poor ball. Colin, poor ball from Colin Hart. Gets it out to O'Grady. And I tell you one thing, you get down to the, down to, oh, I pushed it. There was a blatant push in the back there. Oh, no, Donald. I tell him, Colin Quinn. Oh, and a challenge comes in there. From, I think, unfairness, unfairness to O'Donnell, he was blatantly pushing the back there. Yeah, there was a push, but he's such a big man, you see. Sometimes a bigger last fight, it's hard to get to Friesley and they don't go down. Uh, they don't go down the back in the ball. No, there, was, there was probably a little foul after that then by him on the on the full back, but on, the, on Colin Quinn, I think. But, uh, a bit of frustration. Happened, a little bit, but uh, look, I haven't said that the free out is correct at the end because it was a foul. But uh, O'Donnell certainly could claim a free in just before uh, the free out happened, if you know what I mean. But uh, Leo... Um, Ogunla certainly have lost their, 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 I want to say their focus. They're doing the wrong thing. Yeah, a little bit of just several pass there across. I thought he has an outfield pass to a marked man. Now, I know the son might be responsible for that, but, uh, you know, certainly we, we were praising Ogunla correctly in the first half. You couldn't vote because they were so brilliant in everything they did. Uh, they're struggling a little bit now. And the game, you know, is now live. 3 9 to 1 8, Leo, is a, a, real, a real kind of a, a game. You'd say both teams still have a chance. Yeah, and indeed it's going to be. Uh, and Colin Quinn, Colin Quinn, I'd say, has gained about 20 yards <laughs> yeah, behind, yeah. behind, behind everyone's back. And the sun is in the rise. So he took the advantage, Quinn. Lovely, lovely direct ball up the corner. Looking for Garod, Garod Chidi. And they have snuffed out that challenge, that, uh, that threat of Garod with, 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 with Mac a sweeper on him. And the ball, but it comes into Vaughan. Vaughan is going to shoot. He's a shot from Henry Vaughan. Great That's score. a tremendous score. And a score that O'Gunlo needed. Just get that scoreboard ticking again. Three goals and ten for Ogunlo, 1-9 for Christine. A puck out to O'Grady. I tell you, Mac is picking the puck. This is down on top of the danger man, O'Donnell again. O'Donnell, he can't get his hand on this one. Dreden advances from the goals, has to play it. O'Dreden, an overhead. Owen Murphy's tight clearance, gets it out to the centre forward, who's Joseph Meany. Here comes Meany. Meany is put yeah. back there by uh, Sean Kickers. 
lovely stylish clearance there. Tim Hill's gone overhead clearance from the goalkeeper Dreden. It was a real, uh, it, it was Owen Kelly 20, 20, 15 years ago, did it up in the forwards. Just, he, he just hit it from in front of his face back over. Brilliant, but uh, it did favour the, the Christine men and uh, well won free there by, uh, was it Meany, I think. Joe Meany looks like a ladder. He isn't overly uh, going to cover a massive amount of ground, but the old head is working, Leo, and he did that well. So, uh, a chance we, don't, we don't have a game now, Leo, that, you know, anything can happen. In, in, you know, in terms of pushing the next two or three scores, it's a serious question mark for a good luck. And Niall Kearney is having, having a disaster day at the moment yeah. here with the freeze. That still goes 3-10 to 1-8. That was one you, you'd nearly have chopped on. I think, on. Be I think, that, yeah, I think that'll be the last three. three he'd be taking today. And the ball is cleared out by Adam Sheedy. You know, and as good now as a good Lord playing pet, um, the ball is with now with Hart. Hart who didn't start. He said there's a series a series individual is Colin Hart as he comes through at centre forward. He's bowled at centre forward. Maybe surprisingly. Looks lively, Leo. Yeah, maybe he will be a bit disappointed not to have been in the first fifteen. But really Pat, Crusheen, unfortunately, Niall Kearney, he's shooting is letting down Crusheen. We don't want to be thinking handy blaming anyone, but he's just not on target today, Pat. Well, when you have a bad day in the freeze, you know, it's very hard on yourself personally because your confidence drains. The first penalty, okay, you get over to so a decent save. You struck it fairly, fairly well without being an absolute bullet. Second round, just put it wide. You know, you just don't put a penalty wide, Leo. I know players with higher reputations than the Niall Kearney, county players have put them wide, but, uh, you know, you just got to make the goalie save it if, it doesn't, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't, uh, if, you, if you can't beat him, you've got to make him save it. But uh, then to miss that free as well, and maybe a wide or two, uh, an earlier free or two put wide from further out, and one from play, I think, as well. He just plays on you. And, you know, if he was released of duties now, maybe another guy takes him, and that tension goes out of his head, and he might be able to concentrate on his game more. You never know, he might contribute something very positive yet. So, to be sorry, sorry for a free taker, but it doesn't go his way. I know I couldn't take frees to save my life, but uh, I have to admire those who do. So, we'll give him every credit for. For yeah, the and indeed, with that, puts over another free for a gun, and he's really on some today. Fahan, a lovely shot. But the ball is caught inside by Sheedy. Oh, tremendous save by the goalkeeper. Uh, Colin McNamara came out himself and, and, and Conor O'Brien and then thwarted Sheedy. Sheedy saw that lovely Dunyan bag wrestling again, but it's down now. Down on top of the head of Joseph Meany. Ah, uh, but well picked up there by, by uh, Noah Sheedy. Noah Sheedy, the cornerback for a gun, Lovely direct ball from Noah Sheedy out towards Rory Skelly. Skelly, out, out, it's, uh, yeah, it is Kenny gives the ball back out here as O'Gunlo get it back through Liam Hart gives it back uh, to Peter English English out to Kylie Kylie is not going to stand on ceremony a long range oh, shot from right. Kylie but unfortunately Colin McNamara was waving that Colin is, is an extra third round part there so oh, you were useless to the referee to a third round because he's waving everything wide he was yes, waving sir. from a long way out the puck out goes out his puck out goes straight it goes to Canaan Canaan gets the ball in into Hart Hart is busy since he came on Hart this ball goes in top in over the top for Sheedy here comes Sheedy or it is yeah it is uh, Garol Chidi, Garol Chidi, for Ogunlo, pops the ball off to Henry Bohan. I tell you, Chidi, uh, Pat, is the <coughs> difference, really. difference between the two teams. The difference between the two teams is right. Every ball he touches, he, he wins, he, he gets clean position, he has a sidestep, he's a brilliant striker, he's a runner, finisher, he's everything. So far today, he's just a star of the show, really, today. Um, Ethan, Ethan O'Donnell on the other side, uh, a man that has really caused Christine to function whenever they function up front. It's Ethan O'Donnell has been at the heart of it, catching a great high ball, getting scores, like, winning penalties, but... Um, Garrozal is just, uh, as they say, a different gravy today. Yeah, Garrozal, and here he's out another 25 metre free for a gun directed straight in front of the goals. It's three goals and 11 uh, to one goal and eight. And here comes Sheedy. You'd expect him to tap it over. Indeed, he drives it out nearly over. Now, as far as my Rossi got it, it's so far. <laughs> three goals and 12 uh, for a gun, one goal and eight. And Colin McNamara has that puck out, gone straight quick out for Joe Meany. Joe Meany is well tackled. Their ball comes off the hands of Joe Meany, out over the line. Line ball for a gun, I tell you, Peter English or Sean Kickers was, wasn't standing on.
and ceremony there. He went, or it was Liam Hart on that occasion, and he went wholeheartedly into the challenge uh, for Ogunla. The two Hart brothers now in 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 action for Ogunla. Line ball going to be taken. John O'Brien gone loose for the line ball. Uh, they're going to back to him. No, indeed, Sean Kickers. He's gone hitting the ball up along sa- safety. Doesn't cut it that well, but it comes in into the safe hands. It's into Alan Tuhi. Alan Tuhi. Uh, the ball comes to help, and in fairness, help and delivers it in. And of course, uh, Adam Sheedy. Adam Sheedy. Okay, so he was, I think, had cost for should have been a free and the ball comes out to Gerard Gerard with a lovely shot swing from Gerard and you know <coughs> Christine have to hurry their shots because they're not getting time they're not getting time and space Pat and that's credit to the Ogunla defence and part of the thing is that they don't seem to have the pace up front John John well spotted John McKinney well spotted that at that time when you haven't got the pace to run into space and make room for yourself you've got to hit it when you get it maybe you know, the risky swing kind of a, in, a, in a tight corner but very often then that's at the expense of accuracy and that's exactly what's happened to them lack, yeah. lack of pace is an issue for their forward line and the ball is in from Harty in towards Keane Fitzgerald Bradley can he keep the scoreboard ticking over the ball comes across Sheedy is going to win this one the cornerback could be in a bit of bother here. Here comes Chidi. He has it up for a goal. Indeed, the cornerback is sticky. O'Brien, in fairness, O'Brien has, O'Brien has done well. But here comes Chidi. He's going to be robbed by Alan Tuhi. He's going to be fouled by Alan Tuhi. Free in for Ogunla and Garo Chidi again. And Pat, even at this moment, the, 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 the intensity has dropped quite intensely. Yeah, it's not the same game. It's a bit more messy. Um, for sure, uh, Ogunla was so smooth and so full of rhythm in the first half. They were a joy to watch. Uh, but now the game has kind of just gone into a little, you know, there isn't as much good control of the ball the first time. Maybe backs are getting, maybe, you know, that happens when backs begin to play a bit better. So she defense certainly needs to play better, Leo, and they are a bit more sticky now in the second half. But Gerard Allen is going to, or Jerry, Gerard Sheedy is going to show another point here, I'd say, without a bother. And does. Uh, and he does three goals and 13 for Ogunlo, one goal and eight for Christian. Are we going to be at the at the water break? He's Gus. No, he's letting it go. And McNamara has that ball hit out, but he only finds uh, Bradley. Keith Mitchell <laughs> Bradley gets the ball out to Liam Hart. Liam, I tell you, Ogunlo have changed their strategy. They're going direct. And he's cut out by Sean Dillon. Sean Dillon gives it out uh, to the Connor O'Loughlin. Connor Centre back gives it back out to O'Brien. O'Brien winds up and drives it down, but he's only going to find the safe hands of Sean Kickers for Ogunla. A tidy wing back at this man. Here comes Kickers, delivers that ball. Delivers that ball, is it? Does it tail in it? It goes into Colin McNamara. Here comes Colin McNamara. Doesn't give uh, Gus a chance to blow the water away. Gets the ball out. Out to Gerard on the left flick from Gerard. He gives it into Mark Pearl. Here comes Pearl. He's going to shoot. Is Mark shooting? And again, does it tail in? Looks like to be a tail in this one. Gone to the right hand side and gone wide. Unfortunately for Crusheen, their shooting has let him down. 3.13 to one goal and eight. We're at the, tor- at the second water break at three, uh, here in Meadig, Pat. Second water break, uh, 3.13 to one eight. Um, I suppose about a fair reflection. Ogunlo's intensity and maybe, uh, you know, rhythm of the play certainly had dropped a bit. Ogunlo, or uh, Crusheen have upped it, obviously, as well. They had to, the defence has improved a bit up front. Again, another penalty won by Ethan O'Donnell, as we said, uh, doing brilliantly. And... Uh, not put away by Lyle Carney, so <clears throat> not even asking the question because it just went wide. So, two, there are serious blows. A nice, a, Christine, a, a nice gesture there from the, one of the Christine management. And he came up to tap Niall Carney in the head. And, you know, Niall, unfortunately, he's he, his way, he looks very yeah. disconsolate as he makes his way over door towards the, the Christine beach. And in fairness, without Niall Carney in his performances, they wouldn't have made the final today, you know. But he just <coughs> sometimes it just doesn't go right for you. And who's to say that he won't have a big influence as the game goes on? You know, they're 3.13 thrown goal Pet, As you know, even though Christine or Ogundo look comfortable at the moment, one more a score here and anything can happen. Yeah, it's nice to see as uh, that the Christian mentors are, you know, uh, with Niall Carney. You know, like he has been a brilliant free taker for years, particularly for uh, the Christian second teams uh, and uh, brilliant player from playing as well. Uh, maybe slightly short to be on the senior 
starting uh, squad as a regular. But uh, he's done his often before. Just on the final with a big crowd, it's hard on him. Uh, we know he can do better, but today hasn't happened for him. But uh, look, there's a quarter, there's a quarter of the game still to go. But at three two thirteen to one eight, Christine simply have to get green flags now, Leo. They have to get probably two green flags fairly quickly. And if that doesn't happen, then it's certainly going to be one result. But it's, uh, it was natural that Christine's performance would lag a little bit. All right, keeps switching around. Oh, Gunnar's performance would lag a little bit in the second half. As I said, two the same, two halves of any hurling match are rarely exactly the same. And you know, at halftime, Christine <coughs> did short things up a bit, and. Uh, Ogunlo did, I suppose, you know, finding it hard mentally to keep this, keep it going at the level they were. But uh, they're comfortable, Leo. Um, so look at three thirteen to one eight. Uh, it'd be very, very strange if uh, if the um, Petty Brown Cup or the sorry the Jewel Ray Cup isn't going to. Uh, you know, and when they came up with June Ray, the last time they provided some great entertainment and great hurling at intermediate Absolutely. and more importantly, it's you know, hurling. I see Cronin Dillon, he's on for Christine. Another great servant. So there's no doubt about it. They're going to go direct here in this second half and this is final quarter and final quarter. I think is it Adam Conan is warming up there for Gunlo. Is Adam going to make his way in? And Dreeland goes at the sharp puck out and he picks up John O'Brien. John O'Brien, a hand pass gets the ball up, but the hand pass goes astray. O'Brien has picked up a bit of energy. Jerry O'Grady drops the ball in towards that man. O'Donnell. O'Donnell has it again, but Quinn. In fairness, Quinn has roasted the challenge in there. And the ball goes out towards the corner. The corner is Gerard O'Donnell, but Quinn, Quinn makes his way out been bottled up there but he comes into the middle and gets the ball back to the very tidy corner back in, in Adam Sheedy Adam Sheedy looks for Barry Kiley gets the ball up to a oh, lovely pick up lovely pick up by Conan lovely tidy holler is Conan and the ball comes to the full back is Connor Hayes now Hayes gets the ball across he's looking for Brian Dillon Dillon goes up into the sky get, he's trying to get away not an easy Jimmy attacked by John O'Brien he gives the ball out out to Cronin Dillon here comes Cronin Cronin gives it here come the Dillons what several the Dillons have been for Christine Hurling here comes Brian Dillon Brian Dillon but he Drop, he drops the ball and he's going to be he goes over the ball he try, he's on his knees I don't know he's playing playing to get this one up trying to beat a soccer kill and go skeleton you know all the Dillons what servants they have been for, for Christine absolutely the family of Dillons uh, I suppose the days of a, a large set of brothers being involved in hurling club teams is nearly gone. His families are just getting smaller, but certainly there's always been four or five, maybe six Dillons involved in Christine. Brilliant servants, servants to the club, and uh, many of them are outstanding hurlers as well. And the ball is here on so, the 21. Yeah. Ethan O'Donnell trying to kick his way in. Gus Callaghan, I tell you one thing, is Ogunda are just trying to stifle this Christine threat. They're going to put <coughs> bodies in. Barry Heidi put his body in the line there. Went down over the balls, making his way up gingerly from the ground. And... and Gets a tap on the, on the back from Gus. He's going to throw it in again. Oh, you look at if I go crushing Jerry O'Grady in for the train using the ball comes out to Donald O'Donnell trying to get up this one. Who's going to claim? Who's going to claim this one? And indeed, it's that man Kickers. Kickers is dead well at wing back. Well. And here comes Sean Kickers, a stylish player. Gets the ball up. He's going to be cut out. Is it by Alan Tui? Alan Tui for crushing and wing back. Here's the ball. Gets the ball, but the ball goes over the line. A line ball is it going to be for? Oh, good luck. There's a couple of bodies in our way there. So, look at our vision, our line division. It's not yeah. bit impaired at the moment. The lineman, Paul Howard, has his flag up. What way is it going? It looks, like, it looks like it's going the way of Gundo came off the stick. It looks like of Ellen or two hit there. Yeah. And a line ball going to be taken for a gun. It's just Sean Kicker. He's leaving his sentence to, to the midfielder. The midfielder is Daniel Canaan. The ball comes in. He's shot for a gun. Got out to the left hand side and gone wide from the stick of Henry Vaughan. The score remains 3 13 for a gun. The 1 8. McNamara with the pick puck out looking for Garoda Donald. But he's already going to find the sanctuary of Barry Kylie. Kylie having a good game. He's on the parker. Gets the ball up to Hart. 
here coming half taps has been busy since he came on but unfortunately the shooting doesn't match the set up play bit of complacency now coming on uh, for Gunlow and you know maybe they could do with a Christian score to rise themselves as well but the puck out comes to McNamara he's gone looking for Brian Dillon Dillon puts up the hand and the ball breaks down to Joe Meany Joe Meany a power GMR does sort of like and oh. gets the ball in but he's already going to be cut out by a man another man who's having a marvellous game at the half to the pins and that's uh, Adam Sheedy here's a man that's had a great game for Christian it's Alan Otuhi he's been surrounded by is it the midfielder? Is it Daniel Adam Conan who's on for Ogunlo in place of, of I'm not sure who he's on instead of we'll, we'll check in a, in a moment. But Adam Conan is definitely on for Ogunlo, brother of, of the team captain Daniel. It could be one of the Bradley, Adam Fitzgerald Bradley is going off. The ball comes into Henry Vaughan. Indeed, it is Adam Fitzgerald Bradley. It's Sean Dillon. Sean Dillon gets back. Goes back to the cornerback. The cornerback is Philip O'Donnell. O'Donnell drives it out. But he's going to be cut out by Sean Kickers. Coming on the ball. Patrick, Sean Kickers. Sean Kickers is really dominant. Particularly in the second half, uh, fine, fine wing back, getting loads of time in the ball, but striking up a great ball to the forwards. Really, really involved in the game here. Yeah, great ball into, into Garochidi. Garochidi pops that ball, ball <laughs> off to Conan. Conan drops it, but it comes, you, you get away from one Conan, but it's hard enough to get away from so one. one they're, 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 they're shooting that, you know, and their, their, their bench is, or their management looking for more of an effort. That's cut that wide from Daniel Conan, the team captain. The book out <coughs> comes from uh, McNamara. McNamara, O'Donnell is now out at centre forward for Crusheen. He's fouled. I tell you, in fairness, he's one man that can wash his hands away from him and defeat Pat. Correct, yeah. Absolutely, just gave Shine manfully there to get his team back into it, winning a great free there. Uh, one or two, Rory Halpin seems to have got a bit quieter in the second half, but then the Dillons have lifted it up, and uh, Alan Tuhi is said, put a serious effort in. Philip McDonald began to clear a little bit of ball as well. Connor Hayes playing out, out the field a bit, he named it fullback. He's been playing wing back for most of the game, doing well up front. They just need to get more ball into Ethan O'Donnell, I think, and uh, it's not probably. Quinn has improved things since he's been back on Ethan O'Donnell. Yeah, and Ethan O'Donnell has now gone center forward with Jerry O'Grady gone full, so it's, here's a lovely, tidy ball from Joe Meany. That was the dangerous ball did Quinn have to block it I thought it might have been going wide it comes out to Cronin here comes Cronin Dillon Cronin Dillon turning back the years I tell you and gets over here's Cronin he gets the ball off to Meany this is a chance Meany a blessing operations but a brilliant block down by Peter English you know and he needed to block it here's Kylie Kylie always available in on the parker to take the ball for Ogunlo lovely ball into the corner looking for Garod Garod has been stared the position in the second half not getting the same supply in and here comes Hart Hart is a strong individual here comes Hart can he put a score for Ogunlo he does put a score for Ogunlo a tidy player pad Colin Hart well Leo as I said does every single crochet uh, Ogunlo meant today has shown a lot of ability and skill. You know, that if it isn't Gerard, Gerard, it isn't Gerard Chidi, it is one of the other lads, it is Rory Skelly, it is the Hearts, it is the Bradleys, it is, um, you know, you could name any of them. They've all had brilliant moments in the game, which shows that they have really have a squad, you know, of hurlers as well as less able to fight and, 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 and tear into the game. So, really, really skillful team and uh, different less doing it at different times. And a great ball from Brian Dillon into the corner. Cronin, Cronin won't, won't be taking him for that one when they're talking about it after. But it comes into Noah Sheedy. The, the great ball from Sheedy up in the corner, pushing the back there. But, Leo, uh, you know, speaking of Cronin Dillon, I think he's one of my favourite club players of all time, Cronin Dillon. When Christine were at their at their, at their mightiest, yeah. he was just a player you'd love to see. He stopped the best county men in you know, other clubs. Uh, and, a, and a, very, a very underrated, underrated player. One of my favourite players. And it's a free going to be taken on the Ogunlo halfback line, 40 metres out from the Ogunlo goals. Peter English <coughs> comes across from the left wing back position to take this one, drives it up the line. Not a, a great ball up, but who's out there? Oli Sheedy again, Sheedy and Vaughan, the twin top. Oh, here comes oh. Sheedy. Here he's going. Is he going to get another goal? A great save by Colin oh. McNamara, but it goes in to the back of the net. 
4-14 for Ogunla, 1-8 for Christine. I tell you one thing, Karochidi, if he wasn't man of the match in the first uh, three quarters, he definitely has uh, put his name on it now, Pat. I don't think we'll have any great difficulty, Leo, deciding uh, who to get the award to. I mean, I think he's got three goals and eight points. Maybe I might be wrong there. It could be three and three nine. That's unreal out of... Th- out of uh, it's just unbelievable how, how brilliant they've been and Garochi in particular. What a player. 4-14 is the total score. 4-14, a good score on any day and 4-14 to one goal and eight uh, here for Ogunlo. But Christine, in fairness, not thrown in the towel. You know, they, they'll give it their all to the final whistle but, you know, the, the, the crowd has gone quite, the Christine crowd have gone quite here in, 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 in Milik and... Uh, you know, we're we're here coming into the latter stages here of the, the time of, properly, the June, the clock of, of the Junior A final. But that's I think a, that's the second water break here, so we'd be guessing it. But I, I think I, I think Christine wouldn't mind it. I think Christine wouldn't mind if the clock stopped. Just get on over there. Probably five and take away from this. Yeah, with four fourteen to one goal and eight, a tremendous uh, team performance, and John O'Brien making his way up. For Ogunlo and as Ogunlo give a chance to some of the younger men to get a taste of the junior final and take part in their victory here in, in this junior final. We'll see who's gone on for Ogunlo at the moment. He's gone in giving his name uh, to the referee. In, in in fact, we're not sure who is number 27. He's not down on the original program, so we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll find out who that is in, in a moment. And here comes the line ball going to be taken. By Sheedy again. Everything he touches turns to goal. Oh, I oh. thought he was going to crown it off with a line ball. Unfortunately, the wind just came at the last minute, took it away, but the score remained 4 14 for Ogunlo. For the black and amber of Ogunlo, one goal and eight for the red and white of Christine. It looks like Paul McGee is making his way in, in for Ogunlo. Look by Paul McGee. Yeah, indeed, it is Paul McGee coming in and is the team captain. Is it Daniel Ganane? He's going off. Yeah, indeed, and Canaan has had a tremendous... He really pulled the sing pattern in that first uh, 45 minutes. Uh, Daniel Canaan's a lovely horror lay often lost him before, underaging and at different levels, uh, a really skillful lad. What a lovely balance about him as well. And strikes just that the way he strikes that ball is just so so economical and so 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 such a lovely ball going into forwards. Uh, fine player, yeah. No yeah, I'm surprised that they maybe they took off the team captain, but oh, and a swing from Jerry O'Grady, yeah. uh, <laughs> a swing and all Peter Frustley and oh. and Peter English, you know. Uh, and uncompromising wing back is English and, you know, he's still up there to O'Grady. And the ball, O'Grady, he's sitting in quick. He's looking for O'Donnell, O'Donnell. The ball goes in inside. And Sheedy, I tell you, oh. there's a fella, a tidy but a very effective cornerback pass, Adam Sheedy. Adam Sheedy, very, very good. Again, in a normal day, he'd be, he'd be vying for a, an award for one of the one of the top defenders in a gunner today. Just, and that cut out from his his own edge of his square on the ground, on around 50 metres out to the safety of the wing. Uh, old style but very effective yeah indeed his father Pascal was, wasn't the bad back man in his time either but I tell you I think this fellow is a bit of a cut above that but anyway it's a line a free going to be taken by Alan too he would imagine he's going to drop this in around and say Ethan is light to me in Tintoron Square indeed he just tapped it tapped it over the bar good score from one of Christine's better players Pat Alan Tui yeah Alan Tui has given everything <clears throat> as, as as you said yourself over there in the Steiner in, in Raheen uh, so he he knows that that part of East player very well, but uh, he's he's just he's given everything today. He's uh, he's a bit light. He's a little bit lightweight, Leo, in terms of power. You know, he, there's a few tackles there. He he felt hard to get away in because just in the physical strength. But I tell you one thing: his his the attitude and his his hurling excellent today. Yeah, and another free for Christine. And in fairness, who's to say that Christine aren't going to die? A foul there on Owen Griffin. Another man has been tidy. Garoda Donald uh, out now around. Uh, he's going to get the ball. Hits the ball across to Conor O'Loughlin. Conor O'Loughlin, this is going to. This is the bomb down on top of uh, uh, Ethan O'Donnell. O'Donnell swings. One-handed. Quinn goes up for the ball. Can, can Christine muster the goal? O'Donnell has gone, <laughs> O'Donnell has gone to ground. Yeah. And the ball, is it going to well, be breaking out? Indeed, it comes out. Who's coming out? Is it looks like. 
It is Barry Kiley, a man who has had a very good game for a goal in all the park. Brian Dillon and Colin Quinn getting to know one another quite well out there. The ball comes to McGee. McGee tries to turn the crushing man. The crushing man is Joe Moore, yeah. or is... Uh, is Ray Maloney, Ray Maloney, but uh, McGee pushes him on the back. A free out going to be taken by Conor O'Loughlin. I think uh, uh, Gus is going to have a word with a couple of players there, you know. And another soap coming on on, on the on the O'Gunner team. It looks like it's a Jamie Conan. So I tell you, the Conans are, are really making their presence felt here in O'Gunner. And it looks like he's a Garrod Chidi. And what a, a, a uh, round of applause. This man of applause. going off. <clears throat> Garrod Chidi. A man of the match performance, uh, definitely for Ogunlaw. And, you know, in fairness, him getting a great pat from all the lads over there, as he has been instrumental in bringing Ogunlaw back to intermediate ranks. That free from Connor Lachlan goes the whole way down. Jerry, oh, Jerry O'Grady's after knocking his own man out of the way in, in, in the enthusiasm to get that ball. The ball comes out. Here it comes. That's number 17. It's Cronin Dillon. Cronin Dillon <laughs> fouled. And in fairness to Dillon, he has, he's made a difference, Pat. He has made a difference, as we said. A super player. He's uh, like, I've taken this... And Jerry O'Grady, I, look, I'm not sure what goes to that because the, the Yogunla player was no more than five metres away and it was in straight into him and the Henry Vaughan hits this ball up looking for Conan. Conan, who's just in, introduced. Here comes Conan. He gets away. Here comes Adam Conan. Conan, can he get another goal for Ogunla? And he's gone through a shot. I think there has been ground cause for another free there. We've been all action. McGee in there fighting hard <laughs> for Ogunla. And Gus Kellen calls a halt at the proceedings. We're at the discretion of Gus Kellen at the moment here in Meadie GMH. We've just gone over the 30 minutes. Four goals and 14 for a gun load. That's a tremendous score. Mostly done in, in they said down the marker very early in the in the in the very early moments here of this junior air final have kept it ticking over, maybe not with the fluency as they did in the first half, but very much the ascendancy. Four fourteen for a gun low, one goal and nine for Christine. Liam Hart or yes, Liam Hart goes to ground and the ball comes out at Ray Maloney. Ray Maloney gets the ball out, but he's going to come out to Hart. Hart uh, goes uh, tumbles there on the ground and the ball here comes Crusheen and it is two he two he drives it down for Crusheen again looking for Garrod Garrod and oh Garrod gets out in front of for once Adam Sheedy misses the ball here comes Garrod O'Donnell Garrod O'Donnell going through Garrod Great. O'Donnell is pulled back plastic operations yeah, plastic again operations <laughs> this occasion and Jerry O'Grady moving in with quite intent I w- it's not a penalty it's just an ordinary 21 Peter English just uh, very men- uh, courteously throws the ball unfortunately just misses the referee and fires the back to give him a a bit more time uh, to set up in defence. So here's a chance for Crushing to put a bit more respectability on the, on the scoreboard. Barry Kiley uh, advising uh, Jerry O'Grady and how to take fees. Barry, Barry has been quite vocal, as you'd expect. He's not a not a quiet man, a good horror. Here comes the ball out to O'Grady. O'Grady strikes and is blocked inside by and it come here. A shot for, comes off. Three the, goalie, the goalie is out, Robert Reed, and well out from his goal, out to Colin Quinn. Indeed, there's, there's one of the O'Gunla players, he got the full brunt of the challenge there, and has gone down, gone down injured. We're at the dying moments here of this junior <coughs> final. It's just a matter of, can Christine put a small bit more respectability on the scoreboard? And indeed, it is Noah Sheedy who bravely dived at, at that ball, put his body on the line for O'Gunla. And players begin to get quite heated around the goal line there. It's, you know, inside Robert Reed and trying to tear them all out of the way. You know, frustration, Pat, on the part of Christine. Uh, yeah. they, they want to get that goal just to put a, a, a finish with a, a slight flourish at least and give them something, a little bit of a thing to uh, half smile about. But uh, the game is over, well over. And she um, was going in hard for the goal there. There was two shots off the ground that were blocked by bodies as well as the initial uh, free, which was well hit by Jerry O'Grady. But... Um, um, 
it's just look at it, the game is over and a little bit of excitement in there. I suppose if you get a wallop across the shin from a pool, you're going to react and a little bit of excitement there, all right. So, but the game has been over for a long time, Leo. Yeah, this is probably the last section of the 2021 June. I find O'Loughlin, that's a lovely ball in around the square. O'Grady puts up, O'Donnell puts up it, and who's going to come out? Indeed, it is Liam Hart who gets the ball. And congratulations and congratulations to the men from Ogunlo and joyous scenes here from Ogunlo. They are back in intermediate ranks. After a long number of years, you know, I suppose it is their, their flagship team, uh, Pat. And, you know, even though Christian tried quite badly, Ogunlo, well-deserving winners and well-deserving of the return to intermediate ranks. 100%, Leo. There was a difference in class today, in fairness to the teams. Uh, Ogunlo, full of running, full of pace, full of finding space, good control of the ball, and fantastic finishing, particularly by the absolutely undoubted man of the match, Garo Chidi. What a... What a performance for him, scoring three goals, and we think about nine points, maybe eight. Uh, unbelievable, but other great performances as well around the pitch for them. Uh, Daniel Conan, you know, uh, Colin Quinn when he went back full back, Adam Sheedy, quarterback, Peter English. Kylie, Kylie mid Ilana Parker. Peter English, Chris Kylie, uh, you can keep naming them, the two Fitzgerald Bradley, Henry Vaughan, Rorisca. You know, they all, in fact, as I said at another stage of the game, they were all outstanding, including the subs who came in there, all wanted the ball, and they were fantastic. So, uh, Clear, uh, difference in class in terms of, 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 the, of today and uh, no question about the winners. So brilliant for a gun back up into, into intermediate status. A place where they should have no fears of being competitive next year. Now that we can say that, that they're definitely there. And uh, Christine had looked to them. Of course, like all Christine teams, didn't give in. Just missing a couple of penalties, Leo. Would have, put, would have asked interesting questions if those two penalties go in it asks interesting questions of Christine yeah and with that we'll thanks for, for now Pat and with that we're going to take a technical break here uh, from Milik yeah and you're welcome back here to Milik that's our, our technical break over and good to see all the young lads and there's a there's like a team like for, for pre-match parade of young lads out here in their Ogunlo jerseys they're all out there you know and Pat in, in an occasion like this what it does for Ogunlo not only the Holland team but the community as a whole brilliant probably national school lads out there there's about 20 25 of them in a row as you said, like a parade, outstanding to see that and waving the colours so proudly. Sun is shining, everything is right in the Gunla this evening, and it's great for them after having as it's such a terrible time in, in, in and, 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 and Pat, uh, you can see it's the, the PRO Crochet men is going to have the honour, Michael O'Connor, of handing the trophy over to Daniel Penan, the Ogunlo captain. And look at again, we talk about community spirit, Pat, and look at it's alive and well in Ogunla, it's alive and well in Crochet also. But <clears> you can see by the scenes, you know, it, it looks like we've really a parachute, even though, you know, they, they were all out yesterday at the Camogie match, they're, they're Kalini doing well. Good to see the men doing their, doing their part also. It is, yeah. Uh, so today, just one of those dream days where everything goes right uh, for you uh, in the final. So, uh, or Jimmy's maybe asked us to try and make our way over to that. Yeah, yeah we, we, we'll talk away while Jimmy's may try to get interviews it. Yeah, no problem. So we're just here trying to organise. Usually, when these matches are over, there's a bit of mayhem, and uh, Jim is giving us instructions here. A lot of, but a hand signal, we're going to try and get. And yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, a John, John down to the presentation, Leo. I think that's what Jim is Yeah, he, he has. He has. John, uh, John is John, John was just doing cartwheels there, going over the over the terrace, and he's been pulled back uh, by by Jim Collins uh, for for um, the final interview here. John, look at. You're proud of Ogunlo. I know you're a bright man now, but look at you've done some amount of hurling for Ogunlo in your time. You must be very proud of their efforts there today. Well, I'll, I'll set you back a few steps there. You give us the dig at half time about uh, Bodeichman, and you're after giving it again now. Fair play to you. So we won't, we won't fault you for trying, but the route, the route will always be the route. No doubt, no doubt. Um, yeah, Christian rallied for, I suppose, five, ten minutes after half time. They got their goal chance. The penalty came again. They missed it. Missed one or two frees afterwards. So uh, I think they ran out of 
puff. We ran out of puff then after that, and Ogunla seemed to settle down again and, and, and just drive down. Now Ogunla missed their chances above as well, but they got enough. They had, they had it all done in the first quarter for me. Yeah, and And John, we go back to the first half, and you, you want your team to start off very well in, in any game, and especially in the final. And what a start from Ogunla. Look at. They put down the template. They really put this game away, away to bed very, very early. They put it away early um, and they put it away with goals. Yeah. Like we said, there's, that's fine. You can rally back and you, you have lots of time to get back and get back. But still at the same time, they had opened a gap that was, I thought, too big for that Russian team to claw back. Um, and as I said, they got their chances. They had two penalties, missed both of them. They had a few frees, missed a bit from play. Like, it wasn't playing sailing the whole time but I think after 10 minutes into the second half I think they had their race their race ran yeah. and as I said at half time Ogunla had the legs on them yeah, and that, that didn't change it didn't, it didn't change and they kept going on to the, to the final whistle many look at to the tremendous team performers we don't want to be picking out individuals but I think really the highlights of the day definitely was the performance of Garochiri yeah with, with, without doubt um, I suppose you can be, I can be biased, I suppose, with him, with, uh, with him being a cousin. But um, you had to admire him today. Um, he's threatening to do that, as far as I'm concerned, since he was a very young, a young age, still only 17. His birthday, happy birthday, Garot, and early come back on this next week. I believe he'll be 18. So he had, he had great help and great experience beside him. But it, the ball still has to be put between the posts and stuck in the net, and he did that today. And even in the second half, John, when the, when the their performance had died, which was understandable. You know, you yes. could give. He was the man that got the, you know, got the tort, the, the fourth and yeah. final, final goal as well. And when that injection was either, he was there again to put the put the icing in the game. And on maybe soft enough ground, his skill still stood out for me. Um, his touch, first touch was perfect. He everything he struck. I think I don't think he hit a wide. Even no. his line, his line ball might have been the only wide of the game. Yeah, and, we, and, we, was, and we were going to say that was going to be really the coup de grace. But cor- cor- just here at the final one. I, I think he was entitled to have a cut at it. So he was. So Mark McKenna making so, his way over there, a very proud man as well here uh, for our goal today. Uh, you know, with performance of Rory Skelly stood out. Very, very good performance by him also. You know, again, John, one man for me that you know pulled a lot of strings. I know he went off there to give us some of the Conanus and forward he was really you know bringing other lads good to bring other lads into the game he is he's he's a real um a bit of a powerhouse Danny like he knuckled down he might be the most skillful man but he will work and he will work and that's what you need um you need 15 fellas in the field that are going to make things happen for other lads and like all right you could you could argue the point that Garot did all the finishing ball had to be put in there by somebody then as well so I think overall yeah Garot stood out because of his finishing but definitely it was a perfect team performance you could say from one the whole way out and then a team performance from the yeah. goalie right up there's no doubt about that John thanks very much for that we let you go to join thanks uh, the celebrations the of your adopted parish John <laughs> <laughs> and oh congratulations John I'm proud of Gunnar there's no doubt about that and the McInnes have been great servants of Gunnar Hurling and John this time is a hopper <coughs> to, to, to make the celebrations and uh, we'll see what as Michael O'Connor is out there going to make the presentation to a jubilant Gunnar team and I suppose more importantly to their captain uh, Daniel Canaan, I see Michael McNamara, and now we we we'll go over to over to, to Jim and we 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 for the presentation. Your teacher for us. Um, on behalf of Clare GA, I'd like to firstly thank both teams today for providing a fine sporting game. I also would like to thank the field officials here in Meadow GA ground having the pitch in fantastic condition, and also to the stewards who gave it their time and they've been doing other things to make sure that everything was in perfect condition. I'd also like to thank the referee, Gus Callahan, 
for officiating the game with great efficiency. And then thankfully there was no issues in the game. So but I suppose today, firstly to Christian, it's a fantastic achievement for a club, second team to make a county <coughs> final. Irrespective of performance or results in a day, it shows that you have plenty of players able to play at a higher level. So well done to Christine. Thank you very much. It is O'Gunlow's day. He went down. Back in the 1990s, he provided some of the best games and senior hurling ever I ever saw, especially especially a long day in Tulla one day, but we won't talk about that maybe 20 something years ago. But he, he, he rebuilt, he went back down to Junior A. It's not an easy thing to do, as a lot of clubs find out. He brought fellas back, he put your numbers together, you got a second team together. You're thriving in, in Camogie as well with Scarf and underage hurling and you're showing the results of winning that. I suppose for these players here behind me, it's the start of a new adventure for them to go up to intermediate grade and it's a test for them to see how they will perform. Some would have played the senior intermediate, now with the junior A, but they've gone up intermediate. And I think it'd be forlorn for me to be presenting this trophy to Daniel. So I'm going to get your club president, Michael McNamara, to present the trophy. <laughs> First of all, I just want to thank the uh, the Mila ground, ground staff and everyone there, and the officials, Gussie, and his uh, linesmen and umpires. I say we'll have to put Kylie and himself in couples counselling for the winter now. <laughs> uh, next of all, I'd like to thank the supporters today. Turn up in all the black and amber, it's brilliant to see it. It's great to have the buzz back around the parish again. We've worked hard for three years. It's been a bad few years, the last few years, but we built and we built and we're coming back twice. Up to intermediate. Next of all, I'd want to thank Crosheen for a great game, a good sporting game. So it wasn't too many dirty stats thrown, but, you know, a few. Never hurt anyone. Um, just three cheers for Crosheen, lads. I know it's hard to lose finals. We've lost enough from ourselves, so just three cheers for Crosheen. Great game. Uh, the for The pip. The pip. Uh, next of all, I just want to thank our managers, uh, Donald Malloy, uh, Connor McGee, Johnny McMahon, um, Mike Sheedy, PJ, and all the lads that do all the great work behind the scenes. Uh, Eugene Hogan, Pascal, and I just want to say... Alan who? Alan as well. And the, the amount of work they do behind the scenes is unreal, lads. We don't even know the half of it. I'd say they're on the phone 20, 20 hours a day bringing up and organising stuff that we don't even know about. So thanks a million for that. <laughs> Next of all, to the, to the wives, spouses, girlfriends, parents, um, brothers, sisters, for putting up with us all year and for all our sacrifices over the our long evenings that we didn't see. Thanks for all the support and the sandwiches and food and everything. Thanks very much. And lastly, lastly, to my team and the panel here beside me, it's from 1 to 35 and all the young lads in between that helped us train all year, all down to you lads. 
when we got together and started training properly, we got it done, all right? So we're going to drive it on now next year, and we're going to Munster. We'll see you in the Vipers! <laughs> I think Jim uh, Leo maybe there's a moment's quietness there was Jim trying to get an interview I'm not, not sure what's going on we'll waffle away until Jim gives us a signal uh, lovely speech there by Dan Conan in fairness yeah, he, uh, he, he didn't forget anyone he didn't forget anyone he didn't forget anyone and look at a proud man going down there Catherine O'Brien what a what service they have given to uh, to Ogunlo Club and the O'Brien clan walking Roisin going down there as well big losses Peter and we say a shout out to Peter hopefully maybe he's tuned in to us here it's in days like days like these you think of all your people away in foreign shores or whatever and I think they're putting every young lad in the palace he's going in for the port this is one this is definitely one for the for the future there's no doubt about that and again it shows the community spirit of a gunlow down there and in fairness to Canaan he didn't forget anyone he didn't forget anyone in the speech and all that and look at and, and they, look at that's what the parish is all about, Pat. Look at the scenes out there now. Yeah, fantastic scenes, Leo. Just everybody's so happy from our good Lord. It's a small enough community, small parish, as we well know, it's often said. But uh, it's the fight and the dog, isn't it? It's the size of the fight and the dog. Certainly the fight was there today, but as well as the skills. And um, I just uh, I didn't realise that they would have forwards capable of such brilliant movement in that first half, particularly what they had. And uh, their defence as well, at times, just completely dominated the... Uh, Christian uh, Farrells, particularly in the first half, and uh, you know it's an all-round performance. And I think maybe 19 lads, if not 20, played today between the subs coming in, and uh, they have a squad now, Leo, as well. So that's how they be thinking that they're going to be, uh, they're going to be uh, comfortable at, at, at intermediate. You can never say that for sure. It is a step up. They won't get maybe as easy today. That Christine lacked a bit of pace, so uh, you know, in certain parts of the field, which probably makes it easier for you. So it'll be interesting to see Christine did lack heart and hurling, but they lacked a little bit of speed. So. I think they would have been joined by by yeah, a couple of uh, and there's one man before I enter the vice pet the week we are pet that we have to talk about. I see Johnny McMahon who was a selector for gun law and you know what service he has given. They've had their tribulations in the last number of weeks, you know, and hopefully once again sincere sympathies to all the McMahon family on on the passing of a tremendous uh, athlete sportsman in Garrod. And hopefully that this victory today will erase, you know, bring some uh, solace of joy to them. Well, you said it all earlier yourself, you know, it's brilliant to see Johnny there now and as, uh, having some little bit of cloud lifted. The sun is out here as well. Uh, his beloved Ogunlo have won a championship and, uh, you know, the, the, the heartbreak of, of recent weeks will never be, will never be obviously uh, gotten rid of in any shape or form. The memories of Garrod of Garo will be always there and, and the sadness losing. But fantastic for them to have the cloud lifted today and bring a smile to their faces and, uh, community gathers around them and there will be celebrations tonight and we hope everybody McBans and everybody in Ogunlo enjoys the celebrations they're well deserved yeah we have two men waiting patient here to go back down for the celebrations it's uh, Dolan Malai the manager of the Ogunlo team and, and Pat Cavan first of all Donald, many congratulations a tremendous team performance I suppose the one day you want your team to play well is in a final but I tell you you more than played well you played absolutely excellently and many congratulations thanks very much Leo uh, I suppose, as, as you know, you, you never know we've been training hard for this for the last couple of years. And you, you never know when you get to a final how fellas are going. You always think they're right. You're, you're hoping everything is right when you come to the day, which I never know until the fellas go outside inside the white lines there, how they're going to perform. But thank God today, they all, all stood up and they performed well. And I suppose you got the dream start, Donald, not one goal, you know, and I suppose... <laughs> 
you always want to push on, but to push on with a second goal and it give you the cushion and you really to show your immense talent that's which has immense with your gun panel. Well, Leo, we, we have been creating goal-scoring chances there uh, since the quarter, but nearly all year we've been creating goal-scoring chances there. They all didn't come off for one reason, or maybe we took just a little bit too much out of the ball uh, there in, pre- in previous games. Cree had the chances, didn't get the return out of them, but today we're lucky enough nearly at the came away, we actually got I did probably, Cushing got a couple of chances there as well and we, we were lucky enough, Rob saved a penalty and, and they, they put a few wide, but I suppose a lot of that comes back down to the pressure you put on them, and that was something we concentrated on in the run up to this, it was pressure pressure, pressure, and if you, if you can play the pressure game, even good hurlers find it, ha- find it hard to actually work in that type of environment then the fields are getting a bit heavier now, so the pressure it just slows everything down. And if you're not prepared to work, you're going nowhere. That's, that's a very important point, the dolomite there. If you don't work, you don't you don't succeed. But from one to fifteen, and even the subs that came on added that piece of energy. Every man worked his socks off for a gun. And as they have in the last number of years, trying to get today, and today they reached the promised land. Yeah, that's right, Leo. In fairness to them, from from World Go today. The lads were really on their game, but I think that's testament to the management. They have been excellent all year, and and today they really kept a, a, a great performance, as you say, from from the world go. Um, I think, but the, today's uh, success wasn't so just today. It was, I think, last January when they got together, and the commitment and dedication of the panel and the management has been just unreal throughout the year. And so, thankfully, it has paid off in rich dividends today. And to all of them back to you, look at O'Gunla have been in the doldrums for quite a while. It was hard at times to keep it going. You know, they turned the corner and now they can look forward. Even once they're out of June, you won the Intermediate League, you've now won the June Championship. They can look forward to more interesting battles and test themselves more completely at the higher grade. Well, Leo, if you're not ambitious in life, you're nothing. And, and you, have to, you have to assume that if you move up into a different grade, yeah, you have you have to take the stock of just where you are, and it, it, yeah, there's no point in taking part if you don't feel you can compete in it. And you have to believe you win it. It might be next year, might be, but you have to believe that you can go work towards it and win it. And that's the way that has been our belief, anyhow. That if you're in some, you're there to win it. If, there's a, if you meet a better team of the day and your car, so be it. But you have to go to win every match, and, and you have to be ambitious. Uh, and if if we go to intermediate. Our aim would be to win in the region. Whether we're good enough to win it or not, then is another thing. But we, we, we have to have the we have to have the right aim as to how, to how our, our, our solid life, and that's what we'll be looking for. Yes, you know, looking forward to intermediate next year. What for Ogun, the year 2021 is not over. You have the small matter of representing the county in the Munster Club Championship again. Now, I'm not so sure who are the Waterford champions in in a couple of weeks' time, and you know. As well as that, it's going to keep lads in the field for another few weeks and, you know, leading into 2022, more than adequate preparation. Great, great preparation, Leon. It's, it's, a, it's a great honour to be representing Clare in Munster in, um, in two weeks' time. I'm not sure either who the, the Waterford champions are, but irrespective of that, it's the first time we also will, will enter into the Munster fray. When, when we were successful, as Michael said there in the presentation, 20 years ago, there was no Munster campaign for intermediate or junior teams. So it's the first fray into Munster club action for a Gunlow club, and, and we're really looking forward to it. And I'm sure, as far as I know, it's a home venue. I'm not sure. It's a, it's a clear venue. I'm not sure. Will we get it to Stuart Park in Ogunlo? 
Gunnar. Oh, hopefully it will be a Gunnar. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be fighting for it maybe. But yeah, it it should be a great day this day two weeks or in two weeks time when we gather again. And as you say, it'll shorten the winter for us. Yeah. We'll be going with the camogie and everything. I, I think we won't have a free weekend until Christmas. No, no, and and, and we, we we say I'm into that. Donald, you know, unfortunately, on, on these days, you know, which is a great day for Gunda, you think of men that have passed, great club men that passed during the year, and I know they're obviously your thoughts. You mentioned uh, Stuart Park and, you know, your club official, Mr. Short, uh, who passed away. Also, yeah. Dominic Kamenishka, they should have been should have been thinking of Dominic and, and Garod McMahon and other club members. And also, you think of the people away in, in foreign, foreign, foreign shores, and you could, it's a bringing together of the community as well today, Donald. But I suppose the first thing we all say, there's always bigger things in life than actually hurling, and that was the case for us there for the, for the last n- number of weeks. And as you say, we lost Tom Nick Stewart and President there actually not so long ago either during the year. And then, unfortunately, well, uh, the untimely passing of Gerald was a huge disruption. And, and hurling, hurling is the most important thing when everything else is going well in life. But it's very much secondary uh, when, when something like that happens, and our thoughts go to the McMahon families. Yeah, and we think that John, we just uh, found out is these Picky Rangers who uh, are going to are meeting in the next in the semi-final of the Munster Club Championship, and we wish you the very, very best in that. Enjoy the celebrations. The Munster been Donald and Pat Cogardus player. Thank you very and much. Thank, thanks very much to Scarif Radio. Excellent uh, coverage of the match. And we'll say good wishes to two of the men listening in Sweden today. They're inquiring this morning. Owen Shady and Michael Kiley. Two, two, two great men. There's no doubt about it. Um, there's no doubt Owen will be on the social media this evening. There's no doubt about that. And tremendous, tremendous service, uh, Joe Gundo. As we're going to take our close here from uh, Mealy, uh, two jubilant Ogunla men. And Pat, look at fully deserving of the victory and we look forward to much more in the Munster Club. Yeah, realistically, you know, I suppose Ogunla were pretty well champions in, 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 in waiting after six or seven minutes of the game when there were two goals and there were four points up to, to one point or something, whatever it was. Uh, there was really no way back for Crusheen. Uh, if they had scored the two penalties, I think we'd have had a real game. I still think Ogunla would have won, but I think to the best questions of Ogunla that maybe they'd want to be asked Leo facing into Munster, but that's for another day. Look at this evening about celebration. An outstanding team performance, brilliant forwards, tenacious backs, but one individual, I just got all cheery. I haven't seen an individual play like that very rarely, if ever, in fair club hurling. Maybe, maybe like Tony Kelly has been doing it, but uh, uh, you're talking about a, a completely exceptional individual there altogether. So, and, a, and a young man to boot, but, but at the age of I I'm surprised how a 17 year old, 17, nearly 18 year old could perform that, that beats me at that level. Brilliant performance by him, all his team and management. So I hope they'll really have a really good night, Leo, and uh, they deserve it indeed. So uh, they've enough. Let's look forward to it. Yeah, and indeed, we're going to take our leave now from BDJ Pitch at the <coughs> conclusion of the June Ray final and presentation. Godless to good luck. Pat, as always, thanks for your uh, analysis today. Thanks to John McKinnon, who joined us also at halftime and at full time. And look, it does not know John is uh, an Ogunla man. does not know we just set, set, the, set the record straight. Thanks also to Jim and Marie Collins, Marguerite Collins for their help with the production here from Meadig today. Uh, Jim, whose technical ability has been listened by uh, the, the offset of some lads of working for a change, but uh, his good wife Marguerite came in to uh, arrest the side here and we thank them both for their for their contribution here in Meadig. So all that remains is for me, Leo Dial, for Scarif Bay Community Radio in association with Derek Credit Union and our outside broadcast sponsor by Michael Long Construction is called Gardagas to Ogunlo Junior Air Champions for 2021 from Meadig, Bannock Day, August Lawn.